and welcome to Infamous, the audio podcast. This is Brandon, or Mutilus, on the forums. And this is Parker. Go by Dr. Mantis to Vulcan MD on forums. This is Jeremy. I go by a tightly wound string or rope. Uh, my friends call me Cable. <laughs> I'm going to change my forum name to Steel Rope. <laughs> Steel Rope. <laughs> no one will know how to stop me. <laughs> You can't use bolt cutters. It's not a bolt. <laughs> All right. Be gone. Uh, in announcements today, Jeremy, you have zero remaining uh, probationary episodes. Nice. I did it. Yeah. Uh, Parker, I want you to take close, close observation of what just happened. Uh-huh. See, Jeremy missed time and was in the timeout box. But then he got his actions back on track of what is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Thank and you. And they went away. Now, right, I, I will so say. So you know, that's how. Go ahead. That's how that works. I, I, I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with that. Um, however, I would say that the the the, the punishment and the crime <laughs> seems slightly out of balance here. Uh, all of our listeners would disagree with you because they think you got off easy. Okay. After that rogue debacle, they're never going to forgive you. Yeah. The rogue debacle. The rogue debacle. All right. <laughs> Parker likes to live his his life 200 probationary episodes at a time. <laughs> uh, currently, it's down to 232 probationary episodes. I'm, I'm, cre- I'm I don't make I can't make this stuff up, guys. I'm I'm, I'm getting it. It's written down. I mean, mm-hmm. you can just look at look it up. Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely wasn't built in 230 days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right, Parker, you are now allowed to do your one thing. You're allowed to do every day, which is. Tell us about the news. All right. News. 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 Guess what, guys? News. Uh, we done newsed out after uh, all the newses came at us like a, a frothy wave over the last two podcasts. Uh, they can't. They don't have any more. They're spent. You could say they're post-coital news, just sitting there oh basking in all the news. It. it feels like we had this direct line to the developers for like basically a week straight. Yeah. And then just out of nowhere, that cable just snapped. Uh-huh. And it's just gone now. We don't have a cable anymore. There's no more. And so There's no more the direct. For those connection. at home, yeah. take a drink. Like... <laughs> anyone, not, <laughs> anyone not following along by now, hang on to your butts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Buy a cable. Uh, Buy a cable. Next up. <laughs> Yeah, you might need to strap yourselves down with something strong yet flexible. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so next up on the docket, uh, following this direct line of uh, events here, mm-hmm. uh, we have currently playing. Uh, so I actually played a learner game versus one of our locals tonight, uh, yesterday technically, and um, I played Spider Foes for the first time because I thought to myself... Well, he's only played one game, so I want to give him a nice softball. So I'll play Spider. Oh Jesus, rut row. That's where that's where my logic train was. Um, unfortunately, uh, the Spider foes were triumphant, even though I was I was new to the faction. So basically, they're undefeatable. Is what I've learned. Ooh, you're hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. You haven't seen them lose yeah, yet. One, I haven't lost one hundred percent. Yep. Uh, I it was a very interesting game because uh, my opponent was playing. Uh, Defender, so it was Doctor Strange with the Soul Stone because they didn't own the Time Stone. Uh, Luke Cage, uh, Valkyrie. <sighs> Who else was he playing? I can't remember now. Ah, Quicksilver and um, Scarlet Witch. Uh, so Scarlet Witch was a bit of a problem 
Uh, she hits real hard versus people that have one Mystic Defense. <laughs> uh, but I got maximum Carnage off after a field dressing. So uh, Carnage got hit, dazed. Uh, I move in Green Goblin. Green Goblin gets up to five power after throwing his bombs. Sit there. He doesn't manage to take out Green Goblin. Next activation, uh, Green Goblin plays Field Dressing, activate Carnage, and then I start measuring things and realize that there's four people within range two of Carnage. And I was like, well, we... And I had exactly five power, so it literally had to happen. Uh, so Maximum Carnage goes off targeting Luke Cage, Valkyrie, Scarlet Witch, and Doctor Strange. He... Uh, Horgos, Hori, Wisdoms, Doctor Strange, so he rolled five dice. And Luke Cage took Valkyrie's hit. I, cr I triggered uh, Mayhem four times on four attacks, so all of them took an additional three damage, <laughs> just because, which was amazing. <laughs> and uh, basically, he dazed everybody in range, which was pretty cool. I was then like, well, I have zero power to, to uh, paint the town red, or else he would have done even more, and then he just went back to sleep. <laughs> it was great. Have you guys played games lately? Yeah, I've played time. a few. I, uh, I I have to let everyone know. Um, the streak is now over. It Ooh, it, streak broken. Streak broken. It lasted. Uh -huh. It was a long one. Um, I thought I was going to... Seven games, right? I, it was seven, maybe eight. I might have lost eight in a row. Um, it was oh, pretty epic. Oh, you lost eight in a row, but you lost, you lost priority seven times. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yep, I lost priority seven times in a row, and the lossless games, and I got priority. I almost won, then I lost, but then I think back on it, and I remembered correctly, he re-rolled a die with a collision, and the model mm -hmm. that re-rolled that die can't re-roll on collisions. I won that game. Mm -hmm. Now that I thought about it, but that's okay. I took the L. Hashtag no takebacks. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can't take that back. Um but yeah, so I've, been, I've just been playing um, Sam Avengers and messing with having um, damage reduction on almost all of my characters, which is kind of silly, and how to use that and what cards. Basically, it's a matter of tactics cards at this point and what to add in. Um, but it's a lot of fun moving your models kind of here and there and having more models in your opponent. It's kind of cool. Operation Die Slow. Mm-hmm. Parker, what have you done lately? Uh, I went to the game shop, but I didn't get to play a game. I just worked on X-Force and uh, decided that uh, – I sat down with you, actually, and we wondered what to do with some of the empty slots that aren't X-Force members because there are, there are people in there that aren't X-Force. And since we don't have um, – uh, oh, wait, I guess we did have a, one kind of news, just super sketchy news, uh, for a moment, for a brief shining moment. We found out there's probably going to be more X-Force characters oh. with uh, X-23 and Honey Badger. Um, God damn it, Parker! Hold on. That wasn't posted anywhere. Hold, wait, hold on. Okay, you're up to two thirty-three again. <laughs> Got the goddamn news. I what do you mean forgot? There, I I looked at all the different things that I ever <laughs> look at. Forgot. I looked at all the things I ever look at, and it wasn't listed anywhere. All right, we're going back to the news. All right, news segment. Go. Well, there wasn't there. I don't see anything here. I don't even know what it. It was spoiled. I believe it was spoiled on Facebook. Uh, but it was because the uh, the website got updated early and they added a box set. So the only reason we know what's what's going on is because the name of the box got spoiled. Oh, that's all we have. Like I, I was looking everywhere for anything. Yeah. And I can find nothing. No, no, no. It wasn't an official spoiler. It was a leak. Okay. Which is the first leak we've had since God, a long time ago. Yeah. So we know. Uh, so according to a, a leak, we have a box name, and all we have is the box name for X twenty three and Honey Badger. 
So, for those of you who don't know, X-23 is the clone of Wolverine, and Honey Badger is, get this, the clone of the clone. She is the clone of X-23. So, so it's a clone of a clone. Yeah. So we have Wolverine, yes. original, uh-huh. the OG. Then we have Sabretooth, which is angry Wolverine, uh-huh. bad guy. Then we have X-23, which is, what if Wolverine was a chick? Mm-hmm. And then we have, what if Wolverine was a chick again? But younger. And yeah, just starting over. Yeah. A whole new one. Yeah. So. I like it. Uh, it it's like Russian nesting dolls with claws. Yes. All the way down. And, and healing factors. So like. Uh, yes. The, what I also think is really adorable that they did with this is so Wolverine has three claws. X-23 has two. Honey Badger has mm-hmm. one. I think that's. Mm-hmm. Just sublime. It's copy of a copy. Show I know right exactly. Like you lose definition <laughs> as you go down. Um, so Wolverine. So just conveniently, the little kid is giving everyone right. the finger all the right. time. So Wolverine has three claws because there are three spaces in between your four knuckles, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was just you know, an int- it's cool, right? Because they they said a long time ago his claws are not part of what was put in his body. He already had them inside of his hands. So like that makes sense. And then when X twenty three had two. It was just like, okay, well, tip of the hat. You like, she's like a, a copy, I guess. So she only has two. I don't know why that would be. Because if she's a clone, she should have three. Because she also has four fingers. But whatever. And then when when Honey Badger had one, I went, this is just kind of stupid, right? Am I wrong? Is that just kind of <laughs> stupid? Is, is that just a baby Baraka? Doesn't Baraka have one? Uh, long one, He's really got long big one. Ones, though. Yeah. But honey, yeah, he has swords. Yeah, but uh, Honey Badger is like her claw is small, like it's diminutive, like <laughs> also, you imagine on a child. Deadpool has swords that come out of his arms. True, and they finally <laughs> found a way to <laughs> shut him up. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Nice. Uh, played by Darth Maul. The play played by the same guy who played Darth Maul. That wasn't Ryan Reynolds in that scene. That was for Darth Maul. Um, he probably refused. He's yeah. like, nope, I'm out. Uh, you got me for the the early segment. Yeah. But the. Uh, but the one thing I will say that I'm excited about is I love me some X-Force, and I'm sure at least X-23 will be an X-Force. Honey Badger might be, but she'll be an X-Men most likely. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a pretty funny way to do it because you've got the people that like like the adult X-23. That's like the comic book canon. And there's the people that like the Logan movie. Mm-hmm. And that's basically Honey Badger, yeah. even though it is it is X-23 in the movie. The equivalent of that younger version of X-23 is basically just Honey Badger. Yeah, they, they definitely – that was definitely like a fan – they do this commonly. Yeah. Whenever there's about to be a movie, they will do something in the comic books that relates directly to that movie. Like it literally like tell the story in a different way or something similar. And introducing Honey Badger was 100% trying to milk old man Logan – like mythos um yeah 100 as hard as they could so but the, the i mean laura kinney which is x-23 but in in the in the in the movie it's really like honey badger that's the age um was an awesome character like she was great and the honey badger character in um in the x-men comics isn't bad although i will say this in the current x-men comics she's very much a footnote of a footnote she appears almost never whereas laura kinney like the 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 X twenty three character, she's a main player all the time. Um, so hmm. I think that's what what it's worth. I'm I really hope that X twenty three is like. Do I want her to be a four point brawler and again? <laughs> do we really want another one? I don't know, but I kind of want one. I kind of want another one. I kind of want her to be three points, kind of like a Valkyrie role. Yeah, 
and then Honey Badger could be like two points for like a Nebula roll, and then it's just like pick your level of Wolverine yeah. you want. That seems like that, like Wolverine at three point totals. Right. I see that probably being the case. Um, yeah, I could see it being four four three, and like their X twenty three is four, and then. Because I mean, in the comics, X twenty three is supposed to be just as deadly as Wolverine, oh, yeah. if not more so. Oh right? yeah, she's she is hardcore, nigga bitch. Yeah, is she as hard to kill though? Yes, because she doesn't have the. Does she have the adamantium skeleton yes, as well? She does. Okay. Yeah, that's why she was created to begin with. Yeah, they just need to put more healing factor two in the game. Yeah, mm. I um, yeah, X twenty three in the X four and we we did a panel to play about X force a long time ago in that comic. Domino has this great like you get to hear Domino's thoughts, which you never get to in a comic book. But this one, one issue of of X Force, you get to see everything from her perspective, and she's talking about like, you you know you see you know the X Men save people from you know giant killer robots, and you think there are these you know pretty benign things, but when you when you let mutants go like crazy, they're fucking murder house, right? They go insane. And she's talking about how Wolverine is this fantastic berserker, and Archangel is this terrifying like demon, but she said. But she's like an X twenty three. She's just a machine. She's just a she's just a blender. She's just nothing stops her. She just keeps going. She's like a dexterity based Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's, she's just oh, and that's in in the comic book. She has she has like she has zero apathy, like zero rage. Nothing is. She never growls. Yeah. Like Wolverine's always growling and 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 I'm the best there is, bub. You know, Laura Kenny makes no noise. She just murders things. It's just the sound of cutting. That's all you hear. Um, it's she's an awesome character in the comics. Super fun. So I, I'm I am excited for X23. Yeah, yeah. I think for functionality in the game, I'd rather see her at three points mm-hmm. because we have too many four point brawlers that fill that slot already. Right. But I think to do the character justice, she should be four points. Yeah. I I would love to see. You, you're right. I, I I would like to see a two point. I mean, if, if they put Honey Badger in X Force, I would love to see a two point X Force character. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, exactly. Like like we we know the functionality of list building. Like mm-hmm. it's it would be so much better if we just had cheaper versions of because we've talked about this before when we were building lists that we really appreciate the redundancy of having differently pointed equivalent slots. Like, uh, Valkyrie and Killmonger fill very similar roles mm. because they're both, like, single-person action economy kill machines, but they're different point totals. Right. And so if you get stuck at a weird point total, you can make you can make a couple model swaps and end up with a very similar functionality list that is at a different point total. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's the end of the news. Uh, Parker, is there anything else you forgot? I don't think I forgot anything else. Okay. All right. Uh, so going back to currently playing, uh, how how did your not playing go? It went it went great. Awesome. We basically I just we just we found out that we could fit Wakandans into the list, um, and so the, now we have three Wakandans, and it also had spot for the tactics card. So Wakanda Forever is in there. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try how that goes. I haven't played Wakandans yet, but I love me some re rolls, and so just putting more re rolls in the list sounds fun. Um, I feel like every time I help someone build a list, I just point out the fact that they're already playing three Wakandans and they could just add one more in a tactics card and have dual faction. Yeah. I feel like that's how dual faction is supposed to work is like you make minimal sacrifices right. for the second affiliation right. and everyone else is like, well, I'm doing black order and spider foes. I'm like, stop, just throw it all in the trash. Right. Start over. Yeah. Like, like there's no point going that wide. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I love putting black Panther 
he's be- he's quickly becoming my favorite character to just put in almost every list, and so I'm excited to to see how he does in here too. I have a random off topic since we're talking about list building right now. Uh, does any of the new X Men spoilers make you feel like X Men's going to be anything other than a dumpster pile? <laughs> I mean, they're not the worst affiliation in the game, but it feels like they're in a really weird pigeonhole. Jean Grey as a five came out, and that really set the dumpster fire of a fire, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I think she's people a piece were talking of shit. about her like they were so excited. I'm like, this character looks really bad. She is like bad. she does one thing, which is counter board control. That's the only thing she does, and she was put in the faction that can ill afford a five point model more than most people. Yeah, it was a sad, sad one for sure. Yeah, I'm very hopeful for Colossus and Rogue. I think Gambit will be a generically good model, kind of like Zemo. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll just be worth his points, like a Hawkeye, maybe. And so I think he'll be in every X-Men list. I think Rogue will be in most X-Men lists, if not all. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, but yeah. I I don't think they really pair together, necessarily. Yeah, though. I think that... I, I have a feeling that X-Men is going to be kind of like Inhumans, with the exception of they actually have a leader that, that's that's ridiculously efficiently costed for what she does I, I don't know how you ever play Cyclops over Storm and mm-hmm. you instead of playing Storm Beast Domino you'll see Storm Gambit Domino and Storm Gambit Rogue or Colossus I think you'll see I think you'll just see different versions of that I don't know if you'll ever see four X-Men in a list I don't know uh, maybe, maybe we'll have to see Colossus but like I don't unless Colossus well, is better than Luke Cage I think then, Cyclops then I is actually going to move into a Black Bolt type situation soon. Yeah. I don't think he'll come off the scrap heap and he will be he will be that that pill that you really don't want to swallow but you feel like it's an option mm-hmm. because we're getting a lot of characters with this next wave that have very aggressively costed big attacks, I think. Mm-hmm. So characters like Rogue, characters like Colossus and characters like Magic. And so yeah. If you're looking at, okay, well, Magic can teleport herself to here and double ultimate attack this person, that's a reason to take Cyclops. Like, that's... Now we're talking about he brings functionality. Because right now, it's worthless. Like, there's no one on their team that has a reasonably costed, like, big attack that's worth his leadership. Right. And so I think those new characters will make that a lot more aggressive. Especially with Gambit. They've talked about Gambit's going to be a power battery. I think he'll fix that problem also. I think I think Cyclops Cyclops could get paid with, with more X-Men, sure. But another problem is... Okay, so we, we talked about this before. I, I love, after that the podcast that changed the way I look at this game, um, after that episode, where you're looking for, like, the, the, the shiny, right? I think I think Jeremy called it the nugget. That's what I called it all night long. Um, the, like, thing that steps... That, that makes it seem really appealing, the one thing that they can do that somebody else can't do. Um, and if the only thing X-Men can do is more is use big attacks more often, I don't know if that's a big enough like draw. I don't think it's a big enough thing that they do. I, I'm looking for like a it, tactics card or something the, like that. In the current game state, I think that's correct. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. But if the right attacks line up, I think it is worth it. I guess I got you, like if you, go ahead. we're talking like Cyclops has a three cost attack that throws somebody, that can be game wrecking to get to do that like four actions in a row potentially, depending on the situation. Like that could be a serious problem that people have to deal with, to where his point total no longer comes into play. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's now that combo is going to be performed. So it doesn't matter that you have a four-cost leader. That doesn't really do anything. Kind of like Cable. Like, Cable is useful, but he's really a four-point model that you're paying five points for. So... Is the way I view him. So I'm confused. You're saying Cyclops himself? Object Devastation? You can... No. If you can get the right... Did I say Colossus, not Cyclops? Did I say that Cyclops instead of Colossus again? No, no. I was just saying... I thought you said that Cyclops... Colossus. Colossus might have a big attack that's oh. worth it. Now I see what, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, if he has a throw yeah. every turn. Like, if Cyclops has a three-cost attack okay. that throws people. So you're saying, you, like, okay, you did it again. Different situation. You did, you did it again. Colossus has a has a big attack. Now I see what you're saying. I don't know why I always do that. They have two very similar sounding They names. do. It's interesting. Colossus. Yeah. The tank, the metal boy, he might have, a, like, a three-cost attack that does, like, a throw mechanic. Because he's known for being the big, brawly, like, strong guy. Mm-hmm. Um, also magic we know magic has a very useful like big attack that might spike to very high damage right like she might just walk up and one shot two people because well, she counts skulls you, you, don't, you don't have to work that hard rogue has a, a, she has a big hitter as yeah, well. yeah yeah it's 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 size it's range two but it's you know three power and if size four or less you throw it short like that's mm-hmm. that's, that's right. enough and she has charge she has so you're charge. talking about if she starts her turn with five power she can move and double attack with her big attack mm-hmm if you've got somebody nearby with power. Yeah. That's a very powerful effect. So I'm thinking that even if he doesn't become a main like meta priority thing, he might actually start getting play as the rest of the X-Men come out. But it feels to me like every time I look at a potential X-Men roster, it just doesn't feel like the juice is worth the squeeze. It's like I'm going so hard to try and get this stuff to work. It feels like it usually just works in other affiliations. It feels like they were worried X-Men would be too good and they kept toning them down. Mm. But we also don't know everything yet because they're not out yet. Like we don't even know what Gambit does. Yeah, I want to see. I would love to see in any in one of these boxes like a Heroes for Hire level tactics card, like a tactics card that like really, really, really wants you oh God. makes you want to play them. Um, don't even get me started on that. All their tactics cards suck. Right. So, but I but we already know their their X Men cards suck. But if they have a couple tactics cards that we feel are good enough. Um, to really put them over the top, I would if if that happens, I think you'll also see reasons to play uh, X Men over something else. Um, but I at the end of the day, like we still we talk about all the time how Storm with two cheap X Men and two other fantastic premium characters is really strong always. So that's a way to play quote unquote X-Men and maybe that list gets better with more three cost awesome X-Men out. So you don't have to play beast and domino. You could play, you know, gambit and magic if you thought that was better in the matchup or something. So yeah, like having four legitimate three pointers is going to help a lot. Right. So you, you can still play that version of X-Men and will get better with more X-Men. Um, since so many of them are three points, but, uh, I, and it would, uh, have they said it? I don't know if they said it out loud, they hinted Colossus was going to be maybe three points, right? Is that what they hinted at? I can't remember. Uh, I believe he was hinted at at four. He was? Okay. But it's not confirmed. Okay. So you're well, not, you haven't brought up the other thing that the best part about X-Men currently is Storm <clears throat> and her leadership. To me, the leadership of Midnight Suns is actually better. Hmm. Oh, their thing to teleport? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just do it whenever. It's been so long since I looked at it. Right. Who has the leadership again? Blade the Dompier. Damn it! He, I tried to get him. Oh, oh damn it! Oh, you by did. the way, 
Uh, I love him. I, I really like Midnight Suns. I'm really excited to play them, actually. They're the next faction I'm really excited to play. Because uh, they're really Hulk. fucking good. Uh, Hold on. Once per turn, uh, this is Blade's leadership, Bump in the Night. Once per turn, at any time during an allied character's activation, it may spend one power. If it does, place that character within one of its current position. This is not better than Storm's leadership. Not even close. Huh? Storm gives cover and then lets you place within two of an ally for free. But it's only once per round, right? Is the is the place? Yeah, yeah. But it's also free. Yeah, and gives cover. Yes, cover only matters for the first part of the game. After after you close, it doesn't matter. You only get her leadership for the first half, maybe of the game, maybe. Uh huh. I will, I I will I will agree with Brandon here. There's no way that the ability to protect your mo- your key models from taking chip damage. Uh, early and then after you close have more maneuverability than your opponent is better than a place a range one place compared to a place within two of or place within one of someone within two is such a massive range difference I understand you can only do it once <clears throat> and you can't have an objective token but like placing within one is only mildly good and considering that cost power like how many characters are balanced around spending extra power for a leadership ability every turn Mm. I think you're just going to run yourself dry way more often than it actually helps you. I I think that Blade's ability is actually superb. I I, I do not think it's mediocre. I think it's superb. Um, I think it's good. I just don't think it's better than Storm's leadership. I, I, I would agree. It's not better than Storm's. But it is good. I actually think I actually... if Storm did not give cover also, I think Blade's is better, I think. But the fact that they gave Storm two... Storm has two good leadership abilities simultaneously. Yeah. She any of those individually would be a leadership. Yeah, and they just no, I, I honestly, agree. I agree. It, with that. We want to talk about characters that will get adjusted. That's a perfect box option for getting adjusted. Yeah, they could do multiple things with those two leaders to fix them, and they would probably bring the whole affiliation back into the norm. You mean Cyclops and Storm? Yeah, just swap their leaderships or change their points. Like you could easily make Cyclops a three point character. Mm-hmm. Take away his movement tech, do you think? Take away his place? No, I think you could just print three points on his card and it would be okay. Oh, yeah. He'd still be worse than Storm. Yeah. You could make Storm four points and she would still get played when she needs to get played. Mm-hmm. And it would break up a lot of those silly, stupid combos where you're like, I took you know Corvus and Proxima in X-Men because that makes sense. Yeah, there, there's a lot of options for that box set. You could swap the leaderships, which would also make it fair. Um... It doesn't even really make sense what Cyclops does. Like, I know he's, like, the team leader, but how does, like, sharing power make sense for what he does? Like, it's not thematic, right? Uh, Kind of. It is a little bit, because the X-Men, like, in the comic books, when the, every X-Men arc is, I defeated the X-Men because I had them all separately. But, uh-oh, they all got together. When they're together, they fight so well, and they're they're so much better at being offensive for some reason all of them punch harder and shoot more lightning or whatever the fuck because they're together so that actually is that i think it's pretty thematic actually okay well in the novel i read it was more about scott doing the whole like telling people what to do thing and like coming up with plans coordination which makes more sense for me with the re with the placing people around sure which i know he has team leader which lets me move people but i always thought when the, in the novel, uh, Storm uses her ability in interaction with other people's abilities, like Iceman, to amplify their abilities. Uh-huh. And so I always felt that that would make more sense for her anyway. Yeah. 
Because like, oh, you shoot energy blasts at people. Let me like use ice on the ground to like limit their mobility so you can hit them well, better or something. Be... Or hey, we need fog so they can't. Yeah, shoot or storm, storm giving cover makes fine sense. Like that's yeah, that's that fine. makes sense. But the placing thing, I guess, is because she often is lifting people with like wind and stuff. I guess, but yeah, whatever. I I do think that's one of the the box sets that whatever it is, uh, box forty or forty one that comes with storm and, and cyclops i think that would be a prime example of a box that probably needs an adjustment and speaking of that brings us to our main topic talking about balance changes let's do it dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. all right i'm i'm not ready though okay. i'm still not how unready are you 47 percent. okay so uh i have a bold statement i guarantee everyone of the original 50 characters will get a new stack card. Um, yes, they will get a new one printed with white border and whatnot. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so full so of shit! You said you thought about half of them would get adjusted in some way. I think so. I think I think there'll be I, 25. I yet. don't see that happening. Uh, so just look at Shuri, for example. Shuri is one of the greatest outliers we saw in the game, in the original 50, right? Mm-hmm. Like, name someone more unbalanced than Shiri in the first 50. And she got the most minor of adjustments. Mm -hmm. So that's why. I don't think... Like, there's no way that... Because they've already confirmed that... Isn't Iron Man not getting changed? Didn't they already confirm that? No. They confirmed one of the Battle Box people wasn't getting changed. Was it him or Spider-Man? Spider-Man and Doc Ock. Those two are not getting they changed. They said neither of them are getting Correct. changed. Okay. Because they've got that special box. So yeah, if they're not going to adjust Doc Ock, then there's no way 25 out of 50 are getting changed. Yeah, but they're not adjusting the them thing... because they're in the fancy box. That's the only reason. They don't want to reprint a reprinted, reprinted card. They just what? reprinted it. Well, but they still have to get the new format cards. And so they've either already done them, done the changes, or they're not getting changed. Hmm. I think the th- the problem is is you're looking at Shuri as a nerf. I don't think they're nerfing things. I think that they're going to tweak those other things up. I, I don't think there'll be too many I think nerfs. they're only going to adjust like the f- bottom 5 and top 5% of the game. Because so far everything we've seen has been that. Modok, Shuri were both easily mm-hmm. top 5. And then Captain America, I'm not sure. That that seemed like an outlier to me. I, but there's no way people in Captain America's power bracket are going to get adjusted. Or else just the entire game's going to change. Because there's no one more middle ground than Captain America. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> but then literally the entire game's going to get adjusted, and I just don't see that happening. So, well, Captain America did get adjusted, right? I'm confused. He did, but I don't know if that was just an aspect of the, they wanted Sam to be different. And so they decided to make him like Sam. Oh well, yes, I honestly, guess it, it kind of right? blew me away in general. I was very surprised Cap got changed. So the the other models that are gonna get changed, right? So I mean, there's a list. Ultron will be changed. I would not be surprised if Ultron gets changed. Ultron will be changed because I would consider him in the bottom five percent. Mm-hmm. Like we have about a hundred models now. Maybe okay, maybe ten percent. But I, I respect like five to ten models up and down get changed. I would I, I would say Bucky will be changed. I would be surprised if he got a noticeable change. What what do you, what could we do? What could they do to Bucky? I'm not sure. But why don't people ever take him? I mean, because any... they view Taskmaster as better, and Rogue Agents not actually that important. Uh, if you if you need to get affiliated, people generally reach for Taskmaster first. 
because Bucky doesn't hold a forward position. And if they don't need a rogue agent, there's 20 other range characters that are better than Bucky. So Bucky's only in your list if he if you need a range 5 character that has rogue agent. Which doesn't seem that so that's that's, actual that's why Bucky need. doesn't get played. Yeah. Uh, now, would... if Bucky was like in an important affiliation, I think he would actually see play because he's better than Crossbones, mm-hmm. but he's not better than Zemo. Correct. He's not better than Sin. He's different than those characters. I think they'll give. But yeah, nobody needs like if they want a range five shooter, you take Hawkeye. He's literally just better Zemo or better Bucky because you know he's not a rogue agent. Yeah. I mean, hell, that one guy, like, did really well in the first uh, TTS League playing till the end of the line. He clearly was playing Bucky. Well, that's your... That's just, like, your opinion, man. That's just raining cold hard facts up in this bitch. (laughs) Uh, So, I would expect if they were actually trying to make him playable, they would just make his assault rifle uh, five dice. That would be fine. I think pretty much everything else about this character is fine. Yeah. Well, that's, that would be an adjustment, right? Yeah, that's the only thing I can see them doing, though. That's all I'm saying. I don't think they'll do it. I think the the question is, do we want to power scale creep the game? Mm-hmm. And I do think that they've learned a lot about uh, character design in the last two years. And so they can more aptly develop these characters. But bringing everyone in line is not realistic in most games. And like small changes like that, like would that make the difference? Would you play Bucky? If he had a five dice attack, probably you would you would take characters out of your current rosters and play Bucky instead. I'm playing Sam. If 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 Bucky had a five dice attack for three points and he would shoot somebody not, every time a dude. If that was true, you'd be playing Hawkeye. Hawkeye doesn't shoot when one of my models moves up and then shoots you again. Like that would be silly with Sam because one of his but confused because Sam has the move right when a model mm-hmm. is dazed. And then Bucky uh-huh. has the when a model's dazed, he will shoot you. It costs power, but yeah. Yeah. So if it was a five dice attack, it would be pretty good. I'd probably take it. But a four dice, I'm not taking. It. I don't care about that. What about okay? Uh, if I, one I, attack dice is the difference between playing Hawkeye and Winter Soldier, then I I just don't see it. I think five attack Hawkeye's dice just versus better. four is a lot. It doesn't really matter that much. Oh, it matters. If we're talking about damage output with three-point characters, then you would take one of the auto-pistol guys, like Punisher. Like, Punisher does more damage than Bucky. I still say Hawkeye does more damage, because being able to choose damage type is more valuable than one attack dice. And Hawkeye also has a way to attack you. But the the argument is not whether or not you take Hawkeye or... or Bucky, the well, argument just, is: Do they do they look at the do they look at like the numbers, right? Do they look at the mm-hmm. the values and the number of times Bucky is being played, and they go, okay, do we want to turn this dead hunk of plastic into something more appealing, right? And and you, then you, then you just have that's the you know game philosophy question, and you're and you're arguing that they won't because they just don't need to. They're just going to let Bucky remain an unplayed character. They'll just let it happen. And I, what I'm hearing Jeremy say is he thinks they won't. He thinks they will try to make Bucky more appealing. Okay, well, a couple things about that. I respect the X isn't getting played statement, but my argument would be how are you measuring that? The entire time this game has existed, it's been in a pandemic. How are they measuring what's getting played? 
there's no accurate measurement tool because there's no active international meta. There's no active regional meta. There's no active national meta. There's uh, some people playing online, which is still a very small sample size compared mm-hmm. to a normal game state. Yeah. But also, some characters are just going to get played less by design space. Well, it's like, clear. It... Like, exactly my point. He's in one faction. He is one of two rogue agents. And the other rogue agent is widely considered more useful. I'm just saying. Because. It's clear they have some data or they wouldn't have changed Hulk. There's no reason to change Hulk. Other than they want to make him more appealing. But they obviously buffed him in many ways to make him more appealing. To bring him more in line with other characters. Mm-hmm. So clearly they have a reason to do that. They have a method of doing it. They, they picked something. No, I'm just... Well, yeah, but the the number of games he was getting played in I don't think was relevant. It was his performance on the table. So you're saying like, that... I think anyone who played Hulk more than five times said he's complete dog shit. Okay, I, I, I see. So you're saying you're you're thinking they're... Now I think I, I, get, I, I see what you're I saying. I was just responding specifically to you saying he's getting played this amount. Right. I'm like, I don't think that's factory. So so they're not going to be basing it on Peel. They're going to, basically, it's kind of like a play test 2.0, right? So they already play tested him once to see if they're imbalanced, but now they realize at, at, as the game has evolved, their original characters were not uh, creating the kind of effects on the table they wanted. So they didn't care how many people were playing them or noticing the effects. They're mostly worried about, can the Hulk actually perform in a game? And you're saying that Bucky can perform in a game as is, so they won't change him. I think he's performing his role. Right. Yeah. So they so they're, they don't have any reason to change him because it's not about it's not about appeal or popularity. It's about playability. And we all agree that Hulk was unplayable in his in his design. Like his, he was supposed to okay. be a big bruiser, and he couldn't do that. Um, and Bucky, he can... was supposed to be a lot of things, yeah. Right. But when it comes to a, if you're talking about let's adjust a character in the game, what goes into that? Well, first off, we have to do um, brainstorming on how we could change them. We have to go through multiple iterations. Mm-hmm. We have to get the art department involved to change the card. We, which they were already doing, but which just means you have to do it right now. Then we have to play test it, which takes who knows how many hours per character, including every change has to go through it. Like if we're going to change, you know, 50% of the game, that means 50 characters need to go back through play testing and then back through proofreading and then back through final drafts. Like the amount of effort that is involved in that is not nothing. It's not like, oh, we just changed it to a five and released it. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to do that, Yeah, I would hope. For, if so, they're just going to magic wand to make stuff better and send it out without testing, so, that would be a terrible idea. So can I give you a, a different example, maybe, of another character mm-hmm. di- that... Or actually, maybe this is maybe this is what you do. If it's not 50 out of 100... Well, we got like 104 characters out right now. So whatever it is. Uh, just a second. It is 110 show on MSF. Okay. DB. Uh, I know there's a couple duplicates, so it's it's around a hundred, okay. and there's also stuff on here not released. Right. So let's say that if we went through the whole thing, how many would we find that we know are clearly behind some sort of power curve? Uh, Hulk was. Well, Black Bolt let's, is. Let's phrase it this way: the way I'm looking at it is this: look at a character card huh. and just say, "Is this broken? Is it working as intended, or is it not functioning as intended?" Okay. Those are the things that need to be changed. And changing an attack, one attack die on a character card is not broken, in my opinion. That The the way the, the dice statistics in this game work, that cannot be enough. Unless it's like 
from two to three dice. Like, it would have to be a noticeable, impactful amount of dice. Sure. And in one game, changing Bucky's attack die is not going to really out- change the outcome of the character. It will make him better. There's no question he'll be better, but I think currently is performing his role, which is being a mediocre rogue agent support model. Yeah. So let's let, let, let me give you another example, like uh, like Black Bolt. It, Black mm-hmm. Bolt seems to be behind the the third the third level five curve. Um, and I think I, Black Bolt pays his leadership tax. And so is, is the is the reason I think Black Bolt's way is right. I okay. But there are so many parts of his mechanics, like the the lopsided uh, uh, health on the backside, the way that his he has to spend so much power to do uh, to add dice, and he's just adding dice, which we know is not a very you know fantastic way to add to the game. Yes, he does get a reroll, so he gets a little bit more out value out of it. But there are lots of things about Black Bolt that don't work, I think, in the same way that Old Hulk used to not work, which is you want him to be this kind of like mid-ranged uh, uh, damage dealer and he struggles at it um, because he seems to be always starved for power and I think you're right I think they made him five points because he is not a four point character and I, th- I don't think you can adjust his points I think you would have to do something kind of like you did with Hulk and give him a treatment to make him feel like he's he's getting something um, okay but so I'm going to ask you some questions sure is Black Bolt bad uh, I think I th- Your opinion is Black Bolt bad? I think Black Bolt is bad. I, I stare at him. Okay. I stare at him desperately trying is, to wonder. If do you he think he is broken or just bad? Um, mm, I, you're saying to, is he is he functioning the way he was designed, or is he just bad at what he does? Uh, I think I, that's fair. He's just bad at what he does. I, I I don't know. If, okay. I don't know if he doesn't function. I think he's just bad at it. Okay. Um. So, in your opinion, what what would be an equivalent change in power? To make him working in a fair level, uh, I think like, one like what percentage of, of effectiveness in game like ten percent better uh, needs to be one percent better. I actually, fifty percent better. I feel like this is actually. I, I was staring at him the other day, and I feel like he plays. He pays the two power tax. Remember, we're talking about like a character who gets two power seems to pay yeah. a tax. I feel like he pays the two power tax without getting two power. <laughs> Like, a lot of his abilities well, seem over I would actually argue a lot of his abilities are fairly costed. Um, so, five dice energy attack with Pierce is a very good basic. That's range four. Mm-hmm. Uh, master punch, a cost three for... Or cost four for range three, seven dice attack. Uh, auto throw. Nearly auto throw. You auto throw up to size four on damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to place within one of the target. He has a great leadership. Focus power is good. Anti-graviton field is good. Inhuman is good. He has flight, which is m- mostly meaningless. Uh, total of 14 hit points. Uh, an unfavorable split of those hit points, however. Uh, he has great defensive stats. Uh, gains a really good... Uh, an okay attack on the backside. People think Whisper's amazing. It's just okay. You're never going to use it. Um, the only thing he's missing is action economy. But he has the maximum amount of dice leveraging you can have on a character, I would argue. Mm -hmm. He has mild built-in free dice mods. He has very quality attacks, and he has the ability to add dice to his attacks and defense. Like, he does... He is a combat monster Mm -hmm. with no action economy. He's basically Black Dwarf as a leader, Mm -hmm. which should cost five points, I would say. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't... I'm not going to argue, like, he could be a little bit better, but, like... 
I don't know where you change stuff. Like, if you made him get two power a turn, would that? Were you saying that would fix him? You think? I think that would be a, a, a good start. I think I would, if I okay. if I saw that, I feel like I could get to do his things that he has. Um, okay. I guess one of the things. So, so let, let me. What I mean is, like, when you put him down, okay, we talked about like how Hulk has things on his cards that made sense, but you couldn't do all the things that he could do. And the same with the Ebony Maw. Like, he has things on his cards that sound good, but you can't actually do them when you actually put them on the board. You realize, oh crap, I can't do them. So, like, all the things on his cards seem good, but when you actually put them on the board, you just don't seem to have the ability to do any of the stuff that he has. Focus Power and Intergraviton Field uh, can be played, but if you do that, you're never using the Master Punch, which is a great attack. So, like, it's... I feel like, and, I, and maybe I'm playing him wrong, and I just need to play him a whole lot more before I say he's bad. Uh, and I say bad, not broken, bad. But I, yeah, feel- I think he's below the power curve right. of what you would expect. Right. But my, I guess my next question is, what is the correct power curve for a five-point model? Was MODOK the example that was improperly set mm-hmm. and is wrong? I think MODOK is because on the... Because the yeah. most... I think it's Modoc is the, the most recent five-point characters we've seen have not been that way. Right. It, like, Cable was the last five-point model we saw before him, right? Uh, or is it after him? Cable was... Cable came out right after. Yeah. But, for example, I feel like... Okay, so you've got a bell curve. I feel like Cable actually sits pretty smack dab in the middle of it. I feel like he does... He's pretty, pretty smack dab in the middle. I like that he I, I like that he feels very fair. He does not feel over the top. He just feels super fair. And then you've got, mm-hmm. on the other side, you've got MODOK. I think perhaps the new Doctor Strange is going to be on that too. Like he's, I think like those guys are going to be really strong, could do a lot of things they always want to do on that side. And then on the back side, you have folks like, like Black Bolt. And so I wonder if they, if they don't give Black Bolt a bone because they're doing a reset, because he just he seems to feel, feel so much on the back side of that curve that you don't want to play Inhumans. You literally don't want to play the entire faction because their leader feels so much on the back side of that curve. Um, and maybe I'm just so, wrong. So, Jeremy, I'm sorry we're running over you a bit. Yeah. I do want to say two things. Uh, I think because specifically his leadership, which is exactly what got them in trouble with missions, mm-hmm. is people being able to abuse abilities like this. I think they're going to do as little as possible to incentivize people to play Black Bolt. Mm-hmm. Unless they actually change his leadership, I don't think they'll try to get people to play him. But I do agree that he's slightly behind the curve. But I put him right with Cable. I think him and Cable are in exactly the same space. Mm. They're not optimal for five points, but they do what they're supposed to do. Cable is better at attrition play and support, but has a worse leadership. And Black Bolt is worse at support, but has a better leadership. I put them basically in the same spot. So if if Black Bolt needs to be buffed, then in my opinion, Cable needs to be buffed. Ooh. And I, I, I don't think and so. I think but... they're both just non-inspiring five-point models. Yeah. But I don't think either of them are like Ebony Maw, like, oh, well, this is just actively trying to lose if you put this on the table. That's true. I, I would I would agree with you there. They're not broken, right? Ebony Maw feels broken. Um, Jeremy, have we run over all of your thoughts so far? Do you have anything clearly. Like you want to say? Um, yeah, one of the main points... We, we call this Jeremy time where he's allowed to speak. Jesus it happens Christ. once every ten minutes. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna. Well, it's because Parker keeps trying to bring up new points. So my answer is. I'm questions. gonna get a fucking ping pong paddle that says like fucking stop. So you could. I could. Um. No. So one of the main I will points. Hold up so this you, box of cheese it white cheddar grooves every time you I go. Want to speak. So you've got um the whole idea of good, bad, whatever. But I think the question also 
that's a big deal is is it actually fun to do so hulk landed in the category of he seems like he'd be fun he wasn't fun because you couldn't do the things you wanted to do and it turned out but he got treated like a bitch on the tabletop too so i want to say i believe hulk was actually broken and they experimented with the whole gain three power a turn thing with no builder and it doesn't work and i Excuse me, I think they've learned that, mm-hmm. and that's what's been fixed. Like, the whole, like, the physical uh, resistance stuff and the new superpower, like, all that's all whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's extra because they wanted him to be good. But the real problem was just he didn't have a builder. And when, as soon as they, in my opinion, all they needed to change was the basic, and I would play Hulk. Like, right there. That's all I needed. All he ever The fact that he couldn't do, he couldn't do a big attack and jump was stupid. Yeah, he just needed a builder. I guess going back to um, Bucky, just as the first argument, the first basic thing that started this fucking fire, um, what makes him fun to play? Basically nothing. Like, there's nothing on his card that's that much fun. So putting something on there that's interesting, um, whether it be, like, Punisher has his wacky tactics card, um, and he also has the ability to move up and do a little thing and move back. And he's got a couple built-in synergies. Bucky has none of that shit. He's just like, here's my gun. I can step here if I pay a little power, which I don't gain power very well. So it's just it's just not very fun, you know. And there's tons of models that are fun. And they might be kind of shitty, but they're still kind of fun to do. Um, like, I kind of see Mysterio like that. He's fun. He's a lot of fun to play. I don't know that he's that great. Because he gets punched yeah. in the head real fucking hard. His card looks way over the top, but on the table, he's just kind of <laughs> okay. <laughs> he always gets like, he, he jukes yeah. and jives a little bit, and then you just connect one to his face, and he explodes. And you go, and you, you remember what five defense dice looks like most of the time, which is block one and die. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oops. So, I mean, that's the whole idea. I, I think, to me, like, are the models fun? And this is an opportunity at least to fix it. Um to make it something interesting especially since look what they did with hulk they gave him like additional powers like hulk not yeah, but I mean, banner hulk, like what the hulk is such an iconic character though yeah and i want i know i said this the last time we were on here but they if you guys watch the stream they threw the playtesters under the bus so hard <laughs> like it was oh, so they? amazing yeah they were just like well originally he was much better than the original print but every time we gave it to the playtesters, they said, he's unstoppable, he's too good. And it was just because they didn't know how to play the game yet, because uh-huh. it was pre-launch. Like, people, like, they were used to playing with the starter box characters. And then yeah. you put a 20 health monster there, they're like, uh, I can't daze him, what happens now? And he's like, well, he kills all your people. It's like, shit! Like, well, yeah, when you're, you know, your options are Iron Man and fucking Doc Doc. <laughs> yeah, Hulk kills everybody. But, like, that, it was just such a different situation. It's like, yeah, Hulk is better than Ultron and Black Widow, we've discovered. You're like, so that was like the comparison. But yeah, I think I think that was just a small sample size thing. And now that they they know the problems with Hulk were the not the not generating power and being very vulnerable to repeated low dice attacks, they've addressed both of them. I think he's gonna be fine. I'm excited that that's the fix. Uh, but I think that's gonna be across the board. I think people that don't have builders like Ebony Maw are going to get the rework of having builders because yeah. the game is designed around gaining and using power, not around saying I use my one predetermined command point, which is really boring. And so we're going to see those changes. 
so I think everyone that has no builders getting changed, everyone that has multiple bow effects, like Mind Stone effects, like Enchantress, is getting restricted mm-hmm. to once per turn. Everyone that has a reroll mechanic that triggers before crits are rolled is getting modified to, say, after. And was there another one? I think that's the three. Those are the three that's getting changed unanimously across the board. Outside of that, I think we'll see very few changes. Also, you know what's happening, too? There's all oh. these models now that don't have a builder. I mean, not a lot, but there's some. And there's shitloads of poison on the board now. Like, do you know what kind of hell that is? You don't gain power during your turn, and the only way you gain power is by using a power that gives you one. Ta-da! Well, <laughs> oh, speaking of, I came up with a term. So all the attacks that say gain one power, mm-hmm. I'm going to call those gainers. <laughs> and then anything that says gain power equal to damages is going to be a builder, because that's why everybody calls it builders, right? Yeah. So pistols are gainers, and strikes are builders. I don't I don't know if it's going to catch on, but I understand. I'll stab you in the face if it doesn't. <laughs> I'm just going to go, what? And then it'll be on the news. Everybody's like, what remember that? that time that guy got stabbed on a podcast? Mm. I will say. Anyway, so I, think we I were... wouldn't be blown away if Black Bolt got a change. If I was betting on it, I would bet against. I would too. Because he, he seems fine. Because he doesn't have any of those pre... And anytime we talk about getting changed, I'm not talking about the three things I listed. It's not one of those three, like, generic mechanics across the board are getting changed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not really counting those in the pool of cards getting changed. But we're talking about, like, balance updates. I think we'll see a decent amount of people that have blanket pushes get size restricted. I guess that's the fourth thing. People like Iron Man are are probably going to get size restrictions on their pushes. Although I think Iron Man already has one. You mean the Hulkbuster? Or the original? No, no. Iron Man. No, he doesn't. I was going to push Modok before I fucking figured out his dumbass. Yeah, it, before damage is dealt, characters pushed away. I'm pretty sure that's going to get a change. I think anything that just says push on wild will get a size update. And I remember when this happened because I hit someone with Cyclops and uh, I rolled a wild. I was like, ha, idiot, you're pushed away. And then I read the card. I was like, oh, size two. What the fuck? Even Iron Man pushes any size. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's trash. And so, yeah, uh, maybe he's not so bad. Just kidding. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of maybe cyclops will finally get adjusted they even acknowledged that people hate cyclops on the stream they did they were doing uh yeah he was playing with josh and josh was like yeah i know not everybody likes cyclops but uh i like cyclops and he's like yeah it's okay if not everyone is the best <laughs> pagani like didn't know what to say it was pretty funny uh pagani also said if you ever roll too many dice in attack roll like that was his response to getting caught messing up a rule in game. <laughs> yeah, he did the uh, the fucking Helios bombardment laser, mm. and he thought it was base five dice, and so he rolled five plus all the power instead of two plus all the power. And then the chat called him out on it, and he got told by he's like, "Oh, well, I guess I take three dice out of my attack roll, and you still die." He's like, "No, no, no you have to re-roll it." And he's like, "Nah, <laughs> it's fine." <laughs> I feel like the, that Helios laser thing is going to. Um be like seven levels of nightmare you're just gonna eh. see iron man everywhere and that big nuke on the board i think you will see iron man uh i think you will see helios laser bombardment i do not think it will be good i think it will be okay mm. it's just so not relevant to like we know how important those big dice attacks are and the answer is not very much like would you spend eight power for a 10 dice attack no but yeah for a 20 <laughs> dice attack and you have it all, you spend and it's late game, power? 
and you have say that and potentially uh, uh, Matrix to re-roll that shit like having recal on top of it is nice that's what I'm saying like but you could set up a nuke it's it's only so nice because you just lose all your skulls like if you roll three skulls and there's like oh well, I'm down I'm down to nine dice now and it's like it, it could actually get worse I don't know I'm not overly impressed by it I'm sure it'll get played like I said it's probably gonna be fine it's definitely better than Magnetic Crush, which is terrible, even though I well, love it. That's a six-point... Yeah, I mean, that's a big investment. For a three-point Iron Man to take that card, I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Do you add more two-pointers to the game? Can you adjust point levels? Or do you think the point levels will just stay the same and they'll do like they did with Hulk? Do you think anyone... I don't... Is, do, do, you I, think I anyone don't... Will, do you think anyone will get a point up or down? I'm curious. What do you... Is, I don't. I don't want to see more two pointers. To be honest, the the game quickly becomes like here. Like you asked a lot of questions there. I did so, ask five questions. Let's, that's the one I wanted to do, which is: Do you think anybody will get point adjusted? Do you think that's even a thing they'll consider? Jeremy, go. So more two pointers means more models on the table, and then it starts to become like a a squad based game. That's too many fucking models. Like I love the fact that there's heroes in this game. Um, I don't want like it, nine. It is a squad based game. No, it's a hero-based game. There's no squads. It's the hero the team hero. You bring hero. To a table is literally called a squad. Also, it's all, also <laughs> uh, you say there are heroes, but Bob, agent of Hydra, is a character in this game. He's just yeah. some uh, guy. Red Skull ain't no hero. He's a bad well, guy. But, gotcha. Bob, gotcha. Bob is just Bob is literally just some guy. <laughs> a bunch just... of lame ass twos on the table, like just running around doing shit, is. Unless it's... So I do agree that the excessive amounts of cheap models can be a problem. I don't want to ever see a one-pointer. And if I we do see a one-pointer, there definitely needs to only be one. And it needs to be fucking terrible. Jarvis. Like, it needs to only be there because you legally had no other thing to use a point on. Jarvis. And I'd still rather there not be one. I hope it's Jarvis. Like what? I hope it's Jarvis. 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 Oh, man. Like, if Bob's two, and I understand they had to stretch to make Bob worth two points, but, like, it had, it would have to be so worthless. It'd have to be, like, is there, like, a bad luck character on some team that nobody wants around? There is the West... they, like, put up with There him? is the West Coast Avengers. They're, like, the gag... Uh, sorry, not the West Coast. Not West Coast. The Great Lakes Avengers. The Great Lakes Avengers are, like, a gag team in the Marvel Universe. Um, that, uh, that's... It literally is, it exists be, as, like... Uh, they're heroes that couldn't cut it on the East Coast uh, in New York City. They couldn't even cut on the West Coast, so they protect the Midwest from they moved to the Midwest. Nothing like there's nothing going on, mm-hmm. so they just uh, it's a gag. It's it's you know written in the same vein as yeah. Deadpool and that kind of thing. It's a gag. So I okay. Well, I was thinking more of like if you've seen the Harley Quinn animated show, like Bane, where he's just always there but nobody likes him, and they're always like, "Just go away!" Like they don't want to deal with him. I'm a ba- I can't think of anyone in this game that would be the. Most of Bane, it probably Bane and Marvel Crisis Protocol would be a monster. So I don't know if you would. Want sure, that. exactly. Like, like not. It's and anybody who hasn't seen it, it's not because Bane is useless. It's because the way they write him that show is very comedic, and he's just like a regular guy mm. until he finally loses his shit, and then he goes rage monster. Yeah. But until he's rage monster, he's basically just a bureaucrat that nobody likes. Mm. It's very funny. But yeah, it would have to be like a villain probably because there's no heroes that are that inept. But it would be I feel like Mirror Man or some like terrible villain that's never good at anything, and he's like, all this stuff always fails. 
be Aunt May. So but yeah, like Aunt May would never be in a fight. Like she would be a drawback. Like you, it'd be like I can see that as like a mission they do, where there's like a hostage character that you have to go protect, and so like you have to fight to protect them, and so like you have to like stand nearby to bodyguard for them. But if your opponent like effectively knocks out the the objective token that has like a stat line, then they get points. But you can like do the rocket bodyguard thing if you can stand by them. I could see that being in the game, but I don't see it being a model you would play. Like you, you're talking about like a character in the game that's literally a liability. That's one point. <laughs> like, <laughs> not no, that's what Jeremy said. Oh. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think of an example of like who would be so terrible. Well, there are one they, point quote unquote models in the game right now, right? The, the Infinity Gems. So, like they say, that's worth a point. Some of them. No, sure, the upgrades. I would like to see more types of upgrades, and the Separation Anxiety event kit is exactly what I would like to see. Like, if you could, if even if they just decided to make those tournament legal, like where you could buy symbiotes for your characters, man, how cool would that be? It's like, oh, I'm taking Wolverine with the Carnage symbiote, and you're like, holy shit, like this could be scary. Mm. Like, give them point values. Oh, man, that'd be so cool. So, but beyond, yeah, beyond, I, I beyond, beyond construction of stuff, do you think, do you just, this is straight up, do you think they will change one of the changes they'll make on a new printed card is a number will go up or down on any card? Do you think? You mean a point number? Yeah, a point, a point number. Sorry, not a not a value like. I was attack. like, they've already shown that. Not like a not um, like a, not a value of of attack dice or range or something. I like think that. it's probably like a forty percent chance that that will happen. Whoa, I think it should. Really, that many? I thought it'd be zero. Go ahead. I think it's less than likely, but I think it will. No, no, not forty percent of the models. There is a forty percent chance. No. A model. Oh, I, I, I heard what you said. I heard what you said. I okay. thought it would be zero percent. Making sure chance, I was clear. But yeah, I think it's zero percent. I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I could, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility, right? Do you think they'll buff a character and make them? That'd be the easy number? way to get a model played. Just yeah, there you go. Just just because they want a model to get played, and so they just all of a sudden Wolverine three points. You're like, oh shit. Uh, wouldn't I, it be obviously that would not happen? <laughs> yeah. uh, let me throw out one. Let me throw out one that might feel okay. Gamora, maybe like do, Gamora could be a three. If, if they took if they took her is. if they took her primary attack from six dice to five dice and they brought her down to three points, that would probably feel good, right? Honestly, I don't even know if you need to do that. She's real bad. Really? Like real bad. A six dice basic. And, and so I understand she has damage and she has pounce, but she has she's made of glass. Other than that. She has three-point character defensive stats. Mm -hmm. She has no action economy. The only thing she has above a three-point model is two things. She's got Pounce, which is a good ability, but expensive. And she has one die more on attack rolls. Mm -hmm. But you know what? There's three-point models with Pierce. So that does fuck all for me. Yeah. Like, I would rather have Pierce than an extra attack die. I'm with you. So who the fuck cares? Like... How is Proxima three points and Gamora is four? So, so you think Gamora is? I, I would, I would put, I will put forth to you that I think if there's one character they could just drop in a point to get her played, it is Gamora. Am I crazy? Mm -hmm. Can I, can I make that bold claim on the podcast? See what happens. I, if they made that change, it would not blow me away. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem being that the implication of changing the point cost in Guardians, which is already a faction that has a ton of low point models. Yes. That might become an issue, and that might be the reason they decide not to. I think more likely we'll just see them change her card in other ways. Like just give her more health? But but yeah, if they just said, we're reprinting Gamora at three points, deal with it, I would not even blink. Yeah. 
Oh my god. But yeah, I think it's likely they would not release a six six die attack character with with three point cost. It's probably unlikely, but they're they also value some weird stuff in this game. Mm-hmm. Are you looking? Yeah, are you from looking at a number standpoint? It, Good. From a number standpoint, it's hard to say that you know six attack dice shouldn't be worth four points. But look at Drax. Like yeah. Drax can roll five attack dice with re-rolling dice if he bleeds you. He has damage reduction. He has two more hit points than Gamora. Like, yeah, he's directly better than Gamora. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even close. And he's three points. And she's four. Mm-hmm. Like, no one... If you said these were both four-point models, people would play Drax over Gamora. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not a question of game balance. It's a problem of, like, how many three-pointers can you put in one affiliation? Are you Gamora looking at a card? Has 10 health. I, I can't even believe it. Did you not know that? <laughs> no, I yeah. did not. It's no. so garbage. <laughs> yeah. It's 10 health and threes. Yeah. It's literal Oof. garbage. Yeah, Oof. she is. There are, there's, what, a handful of models in the game that are easier to kill than her. It's really weird how easy she can be backhanded because in every version of her, she's a tough-ass bitch, right? Like, she gets, yeah. the, she gets the shit beat out of her by, by hyper-powered cosmic entities all the time, and she stands back up and, and kills them. But, like, in this game, she can literally be backhanded by uh, uh, Doc Ock. Just like two attacks from Doc Ock, she's dead. Like you're like, oh fuck! Like what? It's so sad. It's, it's like so sad. you line up Punisher and Gamora, and you're just like, there's no way Gamora wins this. Nope. Like no way. Nope. Yeah, she's bad. Yeah, so Gamora is real bad. Uh, the one character I would say currently you could just adjust their point cost and release, and they would probably be okay. They would probably still not be playable. Even I would say it was Ebony Maw. But we know that they're not going to do that because we think we've learned their, they've learned their lesson on the no builder attacks. Uh-huh. So I think they're going to fix that problem. Yeah, I think they'll yeah uh, they'll make Ebony Maw a five point super controller. I think. Uh, I well, he's four points currently. No, he is. He's five, five points, points, Brandon. Christ, he is five points. Uh, no, I think they'll just give him a builder and then um, probably one other adjustment. Like they need to make him threes in defense or give him a lot more hit points. That's another option. Because Ebony Ma, I don't know if you're aware, has 11 hit points for a five point model, and he's 226 mm-hmm. <laughs> with no builder. Oh with God. no builder. I think they'll give him a builder. I think that's obvious. Yeah, they, and... they clearly need to change Black Tongue to a builder. Yeah. Um, and I and yeah, his see, he. I don't know if they'll change his health. I honestly don't know. So, God, they need to do a lot more then if they're not going to change. Give him damage reduction like everybody else. Sure. At least that. There you he's go. the only member of the Black Order affiliation that doesn't have damage reduction. Yeah. Yeah, I think they need to change his defensive stats to threes like Magneto. I think they realize that that's not enough. Um, maybe even. No, they already did it in his ability. Um. Yeah, he probably still even needs more after that. He's yeah. so bad. He's one of those characters with like four levels of shit. It's like every time you read, you're like, "How is that true? Right. Like, how did I not know that this was so bad?" I actually, I and I, I know we all agree Ebony Maw is the worst, but I think Gamora is darn close. She's really close. But Gamora isn't broken. She does what she's supposed to do. She's just bad. Like Ebony Maw does not do what he's supposed true. to do. His kit does not work. I, I, I said she, he's worse. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, it's aggressively bad. Yeah. They worked real hard to make him suck. Mm-hmm. All right, so what was your other questions? Was whether anyone get changed? Uh, my other question was kind uh, of addressed. Will they release more two-point models? We said no. Yeah. Uh, did you have another no, one? No, that was, that was really the main thing. Okay. Is uh, if we thought the 
I guess in in this case, and maybe this kind of also goes with your your, your point to Gamora, if they if they adjust points, it will almost always go down, right? We don't think they're going to increase the points of a model because they're too tuned. I don't know. If, Nobody's that over tuned, right? right so now. if it would only go down, that only brings the whole curve of the game down, and maybe they just don't want to do that. They just don't want to. They don't want to change the average number of points in the game. Uh, they don't want to start doing that to make the game shorter. Um, I think the number of models that would have a hypothetical point cost adjustment would not realistically change the curve in any meaningful way. I think you're right. Like we're talking less than five models are even eligible, mm-hmm. let alone would get it. Yeah. So I guess what are the other models that are so bad that they could get a point adjustment? Uh, I said Scott, but he's definitely fringe. That's a maybe. Yeah, thing. that would be really. He would be a very aggressively priced three point model. Yeah. But he wouldn't be the best three point model. He'd just be aggressively priced. Mm-hmm. Like characters like Drax and Valkyrie and Sherry are already or ahead of Storm. Him. Storm. Yeah. Storm Storm is one of the few that could be adjusted up. She could. But she would be a bad four-point character. Yes. Because she doesn't have the stats. Right. She doesn't do the damage of a four-point character. She does have permanent stealth, though. Storm. And I hate it so much that she has not stealth stealth. Yeah. It's like, well, I have stealth, but you can't ignore it. I'm like, are you fucking yep. kidding me? It's like, abilities that ignore stealth can't see through clouds. Really? But they can see through illusions that create matter in the air. Have you ever uh-huh. seen a cloud, though? They're so, like, yeah. tough. <laughs> yeah. Almost like we have multiple ways to see no. through clouds. <laughs> Just try. I challenge you one time. It's impossible. <laughs> Name me one superhero that could smell or, like, sense through a cloud, and I will show you Or has, like, bullshit. vision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. There's multiple. Oh, shit. All right. I actually... I was actually staring at all of them right now thinking, is there one that could go down without, like, needs a point adjustment instead of a, a, a an act, like a, like a card adjustment, just like words, and I don't know if there are any others. I feel like Gamora... Ooh, here's, here's a perfect example. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Do not need a point adjustment, right? They just need a card adjustment. I don't know what you would do about them. You would just... Like, they're already so... like The problem isn't that they're not good it's that no one cares what they do so you think they need to like be a two-point character because nobody cares they don't synergize with anybody they don't f- interact with other characters sure they don't interact with scenarios well sure because they can't hold stuff when they're little so you think they should be like a nebula type and just be a two-point character no i'm saying that this is ex- this is the kind of model you don't change like when we were talking earlier about um Characters that are bad and characters that are broken. They're not broken. They're doing what they're supposed to do. That's just not something people want to do. The people that want to play Ant-Man Wasp are playing them. But the people that don't want to, it's like Bucky. It's like Bucky is working as intended. He's a rogue agent with a gun. He's just not good. It, so, But Ant-Man and Wasp are just what? They're just bad. Yeah. Like, they're not, well, they're not bad. They just... Aren't they bad, though? Because isn't Wasp just worse than Crystal... And the things you want to put Wasp in, and isn't Ant Man oh just? I can't w- imagine that's true. Crystal's bad. Yeah, but Chris, I think she's just worse than Crystal in the things that you would want to put Crystal in, right? <sighs> like if you put Crystal in the list, you're putting her in what to carry um, She Hulk in A Force, and Wasp is is your? Are you putting in Wasp instead of Crystal? I don't think so in A Force. I don't. I would. I would play Wasp over Crystal. You would play Wasp over Crystal, really? Yeah, I'm looking at her cards right now. I don't think I would. 
Well, I would. Just to spite me, or because you really maybe think... I'm just no, I'm just maybe I'm just misremembering how bad Crystal or how good Crystal is, but yeah, I I would, I think I would take Wasp over oh. over Crystal. But the answer is I wouldn't take either of them because you don't need that kind of movement. I know, I measure it out. You don't need it. It's completely irrelevant. Well, the the you're adding, but, we, but the point you're trying to make is like doing the things you want the character to do, right? So I was like, what is a well, reason no, because... to play Wasp ever? Well. A reason to play Wasp because Wasp is be... more mobile than Crystal is. What? Wasp is more mobile than Crystal is. That's why I would take Wasp. Because she's not moving twice. Isn't it? Because she has transform. Yeah, but Wasp is she can't she transform and do the drop off trick, the the She Hulk drop off trick. That's I mean, at, but at some point she will be able to transform. Sure, but is she. If we're just asking which character can move long once, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does because there's. But the, because I think Wasp three, has more value in, after in A Force for three points. It's Wasp or Crystal. That's what I'm saying. Okay. In A uh, right affiliated characters for three points that move long and have flight. I got right. It. I'm with you. So there. The, my my point is, you 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 said at the start of all this, Wasp and Ant Man are not bad. They just don't interact with anything well. So and I was yeah. trying to I was trying to actually supplement the point and say that. I think e- even in the situations, the very corner case situations where Wasp has a synergy, you know, dear God, can we find one? Well, here's one in a force for a flight long mover to, to drop off She-Hulk. You could use Wasp, but I actually think you do use Crystal, I think. So I'm saying... But why? Why do you use Crystal over Wasp? I think Crystal, in the middle of things, does more because of her variety of attacks and her ability to put out debuffs. And then if she's in the middle of things, she's actually stopping people from removing their debuffs. They can't control it. They have to just keep them and take them. No, nobody's going to shake these debuffs. That's not going to happen. Okay, so if you think no one ever shakes debuffs and that's not a, a mechanic it, in the game. If you're in a scrum within range three of an enemy, you're not going to shake incinerate. That's just not an option in the game, realistically. You would you're better served killing Crystal, which turns out removes the ability for you to not shake anyway. Like that's not really a negative. Like if you had some ability that said shake for free, then yeah, it's a negative. But nobody's but, spending an attack action to shake incinerate. I, I, that, that I'm not saying I, I'm not saying incinerate. I was actually thinking stun and slow was what I was thinking. Incinerate. I, yeah. I I think you're right. No one ever shakes incinerate ever, ever. Nobody's gonna shake slow when they're within range three of an enemy. What about stun? Wouldn't you shake stun? No, not necessarily. I mean, it. What's what's the situation? You need power, and you're going to attack with the builder. Well, it's like how is it worth it? You're better off randomly one-shotting her with an attack than shaking. That's more likely to be beneficial to you, in my opinion. So, so okay, cool. Let's say that Crystal's ability to prevent debuffs does nothing in the game. It's 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 just blank text functionally. Which is what you're saying, right? When when has ability like that affected you in a game? Uh, it has not. So you're uh, it's exactly. fine. You're saying it's blank text. Cool. So where is Wasp? What's Wasp doing for you? I'm trying to make your point with you, <laughs> and you seem to be fighting me for I don't know why. You seem to be finding a reason to play Wasp. So I don't I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was trying to tell you. That I'm I saying there's Chris- no reason to play Crystal is what I'm saying. Okay, so I don't think Crystal's. Okay, so you think there's no reason to play Crystal or Wasp? They're both hot trash for a force. So why? Bo- okay, that's your point. Okay, then we don't. You don't need to answer my question about why Wasp is better than Crystal if you don't think either of them are worth worth anything in a force. That's fine. I was just trying to find a reason I, to play Wasp ever. 
and that was a reason. As as three point models in specifically A Force affiliation, there's no shortage of three point models that are good. So why would you reach for these two? The answer is you want a long mover with flight to drop off She Hulk. Right. And my first response would be you don't need a long mover with flight. You don't realize how far the place is. And so even as a secondary of we're going to assume you do anyway, I would take Wasp. That was just my answer. I get and then it. it sounded like you were saying Crystal's just better than Wasp, but I disagree with that point. I don't think Crystal's better than Wasp. I think Crystal's card looks better than Wasp's card, but I think in the game, Wasp is actually better. Okay. No argument. You're fine. Okay. So anyway, I think we were talking about why you would... I, so I brought up Ant-Man and Wasp as models that I don't think are going to get adjusted, but people don't play. And so I, I was just saying that the reason they don't play them is because they don't interact with the rest of the game in the way that most people want. I don't know about that. I think Ant-Man, we've talked about before how, how much I am exasperated by the fact that Ant-Man and uh, Miles, Miles Morales Spider-Man are so similar in what they attempt to do, and Miles Morales is just so much better at it. So that's one point, but we, you remember the thing you used to complain about the most? What's that? Is that Ant-Man and Wasp cannot use the Avengers leadership. Right, yeah. Except that now you have two more leaderships that they use very well. Use very well. So Ant-Man and Wasp are great with Sam because they're mobile, efficient three-point models that are not necessarily easy to kill. And in the Hulkbuster list, they're three-point models that synergize well with one expensive leader, and he gives them resistance to, to collision damage. Mm-hmm. So that's two leaderships that work very well with Ant-Man and Wasp. Sure. And so I think that it, mostly just nobody cares about them, so nobody's gone back to try them again. Uh, you and because I, when you, you and I when made you a look Sam for three point Avengers. You've got ten of them, so who cares? You, yeah, yeah, exactly. You and I made a Sam, uh, made a Sam list, and we and we and we didn't even. I said the words Ant-Man and Wasp out loud, and we both guffawed for five seconds, yeah. and then kept talking about serious options. But that's because we're never going to play them because we don't like them. Like, our minds are made up, is my point. Like, we're never going to play Ant-Man so, and Wasp. So are you saying that the developers' minds are also made up? That they don't care that they're bad and they're just going to let them be? No, I'm saying changing them won't change our minds. So it doesn't matter. You think that? You think that's a, you think that's the game they're playing when they're making new cards? I don't think that's realistic. That they're going, ah, the players who like Ant-Man and Wasp are already playing them, so we're not going to change them. Like, that's... That's, that's, okay, is that I'm going to ask you the ask? same questions I asked you about Black Bolt then. Is Ant-Man and Wasp broken? Do their kits not work? Uh, I think Ant-Man's is, yes. I, I don't think Wasp's okay. is. Okay, what about Ant-Man's kit is broken? <sighs> it's been a while since I dissected this bullshit. Let me see. Uh, so he has a four dice basic. Uh, he has a beam three for seven dice, costs four. He changes size for one. He has Hitcher Ride on tiny size, move th- place three. And then he has a range one six dice uppercut that changes him back to large. And then some other random shit. Gains stealth when small. <coughs> Excuse me. But okay. point uh, the, these guys, the, the thing that's broken on his kit is yeah. range one, and size uppercut is range one. That's really hard, I think, to make happen. But it's a transform, so you get to place when you transform small. And you right. have Hitcher Ride when small. So there should be no situation in which you're outside range one that isn't your fault. But it's still range one when there are other things. That... It is range one, but but think about it. So if you're starting normal size 
and you change size. You get to place within one of your current location, mm -hmm. which means you're closer than the difference of one to two than you started at. So that means you put them in a bad spot when you transform. Sure. So now you have a now you have a builder that costs yeah. one. Sure. Right. And then you get to move range three once you're small. But then you trans. But after you do the anti uppercut, you have to transform back into Ant Man. So you yes. you hope you have power again to be able to pin particle control if you're getting attacked. Sure. But if you're in stealth, but you're but you're so, you're always so close to people, your stealth is never helping you. Unless I guess you're getting hit by a third party, so you're not getting like double teamed, and that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, for. he's as a three point character, he's not very good at two v one But yeah, if you're fighting a single person, which they're obviously both skirmishers, right? They're both hit and run specialists. Like they don't want to get stuck but, in for. Long but he periods. can't hit and run. Is what I'm saying. He can't because after the anti uppercut, you end your turn right next to them. Next to that person, right? Yes. So that's what I'm saying. He doesn't even want. He doesn't one v one. Not necessarily, because turn one, you're going to change size. So next turn, you're going to start with one power, sure. and you're going to be tiny size. Yes. You'll then place range three, attack them, spend one to change back to small, place range three again if you want, and then you could you can only use that once per turn. You, you can't place range three again. No, you're starting small. You're not using this change size superpower. No. You're only using it the Hitch one. Hitch a ride, place three, only does once a turn. No, you do that first turn. Right. I probably said it in the wrong order. Okay. Yeah. So you're getting to place range three once per turn. Yes. yes. So I guess what I'm saying is, I think if you anti-size uppercut somebody, you end, because it's a range one attack, you're going to, even if you transform and place, you know, one away, you're going to get attacked back. And nothing helps you. Now, you can pin particle control to go back small, and you get to re-roll, so that's not like nothing. But you're still stuck battling somebody, and you're a skirmisher. And, yeah. and, and what you got for it was... A six die attack. You got two six dice attacks. How'd you get both? So turn one, first turn of the game, you turn tiny. Yes. Well, you move, move, turn tiny, hit your ride. So you get three moves effectively. Mm -hmm. Medium, medium, place three. Sure. Turn two when combat actually happens, and you have stealth at that point. When combat actually happens, you get your free hit your ride place on the start of turn two. Attack somebody with anti-size uppercut, you become large size again. You then pay one power, which you got that turn, to change size back to tiny and anti-size uppercut them again, which ends up being regular size. You're getting two six-dice attacks and a range three place for one power, and your two six-dice attacks are both builders. Okay, and but now you're standing right next to him, and you just... You're standing next to a person with average defensive stats, yes. That you hit well, with 12 you dice. have two energy defense. You're not average defensive stats. You have two energy. You are slightly below average. But when they go to attack you, assuming you did any damage to them, you just transform back into small and get re-rolls on your defense, mm -hmm. which means you're above average even with the two energy. Yeah. Okay, so... Why... And so the kit works, is my argument. Okay. The kit works, is what I'm so, saying. Now, if we're going to argue that they're not good characters in the game because other characters are better than they are, I'm not going to argue against that because I believe that to be true because I hate Ant-Man. But I'm just saying his kit works. Because when by itself, Ant-Man works. It's just that we know there are other characters in the game to do similar things, similar skirmish yeah. styles, and they just perform much better than he does. They get, they get more things they can do than he does. As a play style and, like, an aesthetic, I would prefer to play Punisher or Valkyrie because I like the way they function better. Because mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about them not being able to contest I would also I would rather play Miles because I think Miles actually jumps around and sure. does more. I think that's a completely fair uh, assessment. Yeah. But Miles isn't an Avenger. Right. You'd have to play out of faction, yeah. So, 
Sure. Which is very doable because there's a lot of Avengers, so you're usually not hurting for people. Right. But I'm just saying, what would you change on this to buff him? Like, I don't think he needs it. Like, I don't... What would you change on here that would get me to play Ant-Man? Nothing. You would have to make him so unbelievably broken to get my attention that it's not worth it. They're waiting for Pimtech leadership, right? Like, I, I think that's coming. Yeah, like, when the rest of the Pimtech... Like, we got Yellow Jacket and Ghost, and then maybe, like, an, uh, a Hank Pym Ant-Man. Yeah, I'd probably try Pimtech, because there'd be, like, a whole, giant man. like, strategy put a, around d- Yeah, put Giant Man. Yeah, Giant Man would be a perfect example. Yeah. yeah. Except then we would lose Scott. <laughs> Poor little Scotty Scott. Or they could do old Hank Pym Giant Man. That used to yeah, be Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, uh... Hank Pym. You do 2000, like, double O, 2000. Oh, and b- by the way, Hank, Hank, Pym. Hank Pym in the comic books is just an older guy. He's like Tony Stark's age. He's not... Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, not old man. Yeah. yeah, he's not gray in the face. Yeah. Ooh, they could do time travel. Uh, oh, they're doing Quantumania. Maybe we'll get young um, Hank Pym. Right. Maybe he'll come back from, like, out of another time. Yeah. That could be fun. But yeah, I assume we'll get more Pym Tech stuff when that movie comes out. You get a tiny truck. Little trucks. Yeah, yeah, little trucks. Maybe they'll rim print No Escape, so I'll finally have two copies. <laughs> oh, man. But, but are you following me here, Parker? I yeah. think his kit I, I, I'm staring. I don't think there's yeah. anything where you're just like, like, we got to flowchart step seven. How do we get to eight? It doesn't make sense anymore. Like, yeah. it, it functions. And the, the mainly the thing that we underestimated, I think, as a group, is how fucking powerful the transform mechanic is. Because we had never seen anybody do it, we underestimated the range one place. That matters because it's non act or non action required movement, and non action movement is extremely important in this game. Mm-hmm. Just little things like, oh, you pushed me, I'll just get back on the point because I have a change size. Oh, well, that means you get action economy, which ends up steamrolling into you doing more damage. Hmm. It, it was exceptionally frustrating when you couldn't use Captain America's leadership, which was like the whole reason of playing Avengers. Because yeah. you're paying the four-point tax for Captain America to then take six points of models that can't use his leadership. Yeah, I, I, I do see your point. Like, as, fuck as, me. as the game expands, and we said this, I believe, I believe you can go to the videotape, but I'm pretty sure we said this a long time ago, is at some point Ant-Man and the Wasp become more valuable, and they never need to print Pimtech for that to happen. There's already two Avengers leadership abilities that they like just fine, yeah. if not really like. Right. So... Yeah, without ever addressing it, they've already gotten better. Right. So I guess maybe that's what it is. Maybe you can just... If you actually think about it, it's actually really hard to kill them with throws. Because they have... they With Hulkbuster, they would have damage reduction and rerolls. Yeah. Yep. So, if Ant-Man and Wasp were really good examples of cards you can't change, and we know some examples of cards you can change, it... How many do we... Are we only going to see, like, three cards change? And we already saw one. A MODOK... So, how do you explain... Here's a good one. How do you explain Captain America, then? Because I don't think anybody had a... I, I don't think anybody had a problem with Captain America, other than his shield throw didn't look like Sam's shield throw, so they just wanted them to be the but, same. But that was an intentional mistake, right? They knew when they printed Sam, it didn't match Steve's. Right. That was an intentional, like change they made. Yes. So I think when they decided to do Sam's shield throw, they already knew they were changing Cap. Sure. Uh, yeah, of course. And it might have been that they felt that the kit was broken because Cap never had enough power. Mm-hmm. And they were already changing him because they wanted to restrict the size, size of his push and throw. Oh, no, wait. Because they made it better. Never mind. They just made all three of his attacks better. Mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah, maybe they just felt he was underperforming, but we all thought Captain America was very good. But he did feel like a tax, right? Like, he felt like a four-point monolith in your list that you never did anything. So, but... He just st- stands there in bodyguards. But, Jeremy, Jeremy, if you would uh, per- this mind-wipe you and go back uh, a week a week and a half ago, and I told you that they're going to redo the game, and guess who was one of the very first models they were going to announce to get uh, a, uh, a buff to all their attacks? Is Captain America. Would you have believed me? Would you have gone, yeah, that makes sense? Uh, probably. Really? He's okay. A, he's an underplayed model in, in the meta that people play in now, which is TTS because nobody plays anywhere else. He's very underplayed. Avengers are a hated affiliation because of that, and they wanted to bring him back. I mean, look at their core Avengers. Like, look what sells models. Like, this is... that. That's how you bring more people into the game and hulks were not leaving the shelves there's no fucking way so in my my answer to this would be that that makes total sense that they're going to change his attacks if you said they're giving him re-rolls on his defense dice what would you say oh jesus christ yeah exactly immediately that can't work because that's not it doesn't matter really what caps attacks are like that's the so not important to the kit it's it's more about that's why I'm saying like what would you change about Ant Man and Wasp Parker if I told you Ant Man and Wasp are going to Energy Defense three how does that change your feelings about them it doesn't it makes zero difference right. all right Ant Man and Wasp are getting five dice on their basic strike how does that change your feeling about them what you mean the, not at all yeah it did like literally no difference uh, Parker Ant Man Wasp speed is going up one range when they're in tiny form so Ant Man will be size speed medium in tiny form don't give a shit these are all noticeable changes to any other character that literally don't matter to ant-man and wasp because that's not what they're about and so like what would you have to do to ant-man and wasp to get me to play that make them two points that's clearly not okay they're way better than two point models Mm -hmm. so it's just like what would you have to do to get them played like that's not that's not a model that needs to be targeted for buff okay is what i was saying sure then if but that I would still go back to if it didn't matter to the kit, why even buff their why even buff the tax for the reason Jeremy said that they just wanted people. I don't to know. Be more I, excited? Captain America seems to be an exception to the rule right now. Okay, it makes no sense to my brain as to why they changed him because he clearly did not need to be changed in my mind, unless their everyone's opinion of him was way worse than me. I see a world I, honestly. I mean, can't you see a world now starting to approach where? Uh, Captain America Avengers is scary as fuck. Like that can, that's going to be really really strong. And, and like can, if not go ahead. Too strong. I was going to say let's talk about the other captain though. Like here's a really good point of a kit that's just better. Captain Marvel binary form going down a point and like that's just better at what she's supposed to do, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it totally opens her up into multiple uh, factions that she couldn't before. It allows her to yeah. start her her game so much faster and more consistently than she could before. Like that's just a great buff to what she already does. Did every was everyone does everyone agree that she was a bad character because binary form cost yes, five? She was bad. Okay. Nobody played her. She five was, was a lot. Did, but, player but she was bad. She was, she was bad. bad. We played her on Cabal, so even, and it worked. Even in, even in Avengers, she couldn't use binary form. Sure, but we played her in Cabal, and it worked. Is it that? Is it that it bad? It kind of worked. We did that like twice because she wasn't valuable. Like, like you're better off taking other people. I don't know. She had, she has energy absorption. She has a, a throw. She has a, one of the best 
basic. She didn't have the power to use the throw because she doesn't have a builder. Sure, but she doesn't. But she has one of the base. She has one of the best basic attacks in the game. Range four, four dice, full reroll, gain a power, energy. That's amazing. It's okay. The four dice is is kind of sketchy, but the rerolls help a lot. Uh, it's better than most attacks. But the problem was to become actually. That's not a four point models attack, right? Sure, but it becomes six dice when so, she does binary form, right? Yeah. Right, but the problem was the time it took her to get into binary form, the important part of the game is over. Because she's also an immobile character. Right. So turn one, you're double moving to a point, probably being completely ignored. Next turn, you gain two power if someone moves into your attack range, and you don't get pushed off the point. Mm-hmm. And then next turn, I get to binary. So turn three, you get to binary for the first time. It's like turn three, like how many, there's Pete, like Thanos is taking control of the board on turn one. Right. Uh, like she's I'm not, not I'm not arguing with you at all. But yeah, so so you're saying Captain Marvel was not Ant Man and Wasp. She was just bad because binary form the way the, because binary form had a five next to it, not a four. She was a bad model. Period. Full stop. She actually was unplayable I, with what she was trying to do. She was unplayable outside of an affiliation that could massively adjust her. But why would you try so hard to fix something that's bad when you can put something that's good over the top? Is the problem is why she doesn't get played. So so. They they so they gave her uh, four costs to open her up to a lot of different factions, and also mm-hmm. we know because she's already in Avengers, and we have Captain America, uh, or you can always you still play her in Cabal. You can still play her in Inhumans. Though you can still play her in these factions that are going to get her there even faster. Does that mean she's better than four points now? Because they opened that up. Is that is that what we should shoot? Assume? I don't even I don't even know that she's competitive at four points with the change. Four, uh, going to four power on binary form is nice. I don't know that it makes her particularly good. but I mean, It just makes her not complete trash. Th- think of the number of models that you play where you do their spender that costs four and you do it regularly. Uh, very rare. Hold on, say that again. Jeremy, you cut out there. I couldn't hear everything you said. Yeah, we, we lost. So it. think of the number of models that you do a spender that is productive that costs more than three. Uh, hers is a four to go in her mode, or it's five now, but it'll change, whatever. I mean, that's a like lot of power. Example of, example of a four-cost spender that gets used is, like, Doomsday Chair. Yes, and it doesn't get used that often, really. But, yeah. like, well, name me a four, but a four-cost spender that lets me do six rerollable dice and give me plus two defense for the rest of the... Uh, until I activate again... That is an amazing spender. I would easily pay four for that. Hell, I tried to play five for that, and I, I had no problem. Because six re-rollable dice, twice at range four, energy, that's 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 amazing. But it's, it's the setup. It's not that you can just do it. Like, right. she doesn't have a way to get there I w- Yes. By we, we had to work so I had to work so hard to make it yeah. happen. But it was that good. You were basically paying eight points for Captain Marvel. Yes. No. Well, I was playing because all Red Skull was, was doing was making Captain Marvel work. I mean, I was also playing Cabal, but is, sure, everyone gets the uh, the leadership, but she's literally like duct taped to, to Red Skull, trying to get her into position to use her attacks. Just play Magneto. I mean, she I know was, it's a six point model, but Magneto does the re rolls and all that shit without yeah, any shenanigans. A good example of a of a five cost attack that's actually good, and it doesn't even ever get used. Yeah, guys, I I I don't care about what model to take. I'm not trying to argue that Captain Marvel should be the the first right, model. Right, I know you're I'm, not. I was I was trying to make the point that this is the this is an example of character that 
that the only change they've announced so far, maybe she has more, but the only change they've announced so far is they're just making the one thing she does much more playable. Uh, unlike Captain America, she's different. Because Captain America, the one thing he does is still exactly the one thing he does. They just gave him better attacks that he won't get much traction out of. That's not his kit, right? This Captain Marvel, is this is her kit. They're just opening it up wider. Are there any other characters? Do we Should we expect this for every character that has a kit that doesn't work? And is I guess Captain Marvel's just on that list? Um, for kits that don't work, yes. If, if the character is not doing what they were designed to do, I would 100% expect a change. So, Captain Marvel, Gamora. So, the problem with Captain Marvel, even though technically her kit was functioning, she wasn't getting to do it. Mm-hmm. Like... Ebony Maw, the problem with Ebony Maw isn't that the words written on his card are don't function together. It's that he will never have enough power to run it. And so it's not functioning because he doesn't have enough power. Captain Marvel was the same way. She didn't have enough power to make her kit work. Mm-hmm. Because if your plan is to do your thing on turn three, it's not a plan. Like, that's ridiculous. And the plan also involves getting to stand still and use a gaining attack twice on turn two. Mm-hmm. That's part of the plan to get to turn three to do my thing. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. And that's even in an affiliation that can give you more power. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to Gamora, an earlier person we talked about. Gamora's kit mm-hmm. works on her card right now. Yeah. It's just terrible. She just, she just gets swatted like a fly because she's supposed to be like a frontline fighter and she dies like a bitch. So she... She doesn't even hit like a four point character. I would sure. Argue. Like a, a just a raw six dice physical attack is not that scary. Sure, it's only barely above average. Yes, but it is an attack. Like you get to do it. Mm-hmm. Like she will. Yeah, she you, will you assassin leap. She'll throw herself into somebody because she's speed long. She'll throw herself at somebody and use God Slayer. That she gets to do it every turn. So mm. it, if since there's nothing wrong with the kit, does she get fixed at all, or are we only going to see kit changes? No, I think we'll see just overall balance changes. Because, uh, like I said, I would I, I would argue that Captain Marvel's kit wasn't working because of like power constraints. Mm-hmm. But who's another example? Well, Let me well see. we already Who we've else? already seen two. We know Hulk. Uh, his thing was he needed a builder. Captain Marvel needed it to be cheaper. Right. His kit wasn't working because he never had enough power to right. do what he was supposed to We're, do. So far, we have a very uh, serious theme. Any character that doesn't seem to be able to do their thing because of a power constraint is getting changed. So we should expect Ebony Maw. We have already seen Captain Marvel. We've seen the Hulk. So Captain America also got power update. Right. You got a power update. But I, I, I actually uh, would argue that Captain America always had power because of his a day like any other. But that's that's what I saw when I played him. I never once had a problem Well, but the, the problem was him getting to power was the problem. Like, he he got one a turn, he immediately used it, and then he did nothing for the rest of the turn. Yeah, but he usually... That was the he usually, But the way he uses it is to take an attack. So I guess if he perfectly defends it, then he had a problem, but that wasn't a problem. But the problem was he was very good at defending. That was the problem. No, so, like, yeah, you would take, like, a five-dice hit, and they would blank out on their attack roll, and you would get screwed. Sh- and it was ridiculous sure. so, that that's the way it So, worked. sure. If you, if you got bodyguard and they flubbed an attack, then, yeah, that was a waste, quote-unquote, of two power. But the, mo- the majority of the time, you took a five- or six-dice attack... They did three damage, and you nullified it, and you were super happy to spend one power to nullify it, like nullifying an attack because he's so much better at defending than the people he was protecting. Sure, no, I I'm on the the panel of he should not have been changed. Yeah. I think Captain America was fine. Right, he was certainly not enough of an outlier to justify an adjustment, 
I don't understand the logic behind doing it. And if that's the level of needs fixing that they're talking about, yeah, we're going to look at like 30 to 40% of the field's going to get adjusted. But I think it's going to be closer to like 10% outside of the fixes we talked about with the restricting size on pushes and throws, um, stuff like that. You know, power fixing because your character was made without a builder because they thought that was a good idea for some reason. Uh, timing on rerolls, stuff like that. That's the only reason that uh, we'll see changes on stuff outside of very few months. Jeremy? I've got a hot take for you. Go. You ready? Come at me. All right. Corpus Glaive Reality Stone nerf. Oh, he doesn't have it anymore? About it. He doesn't have the Reality Stone? No, I'm deck? saying I think that's coming. I think the wording on Reality Stone needs to be clarified much better than it currently is because it works different than any other ability in the game right now. Mm-hmm. But um, for anyone who doesn't know, basically the wording is anytime you roll a skull, you can choose to have it count as a crit, limit one. But it's not once per turn or once per roll. It is currently one. And so there's situations where he can be forced to re-roll a skull and then the second skull will also count because even though it's been rolled again. It's, it's very weird. Because normally if it's like, okay, well, once per turn, you can basically change a skull to a crit is basically what the card says. Except you just count it. You don't actually move the die. And so if someone makes you re-roll the die because it counts as a critical so you can re-roll it. So you re-roll that and now you're like, okay, I got another skull. I will then again choose for this to count as a critical. It's like, yeah, you've already done that. It's like, well, that die's changed. It doesn't matter anymore. It's like, what? It's very weird. So what do you, th- what do you think will happen, Jeremy? It's more expensive? It it, what would happen? I, I just don't think he'll make it through with his current strength. I, I think that getting your models murdered by one attack is a very unfun experience that I think has probably made its way through most people. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just think he's he's an outlier. So you just think he's a very overpowered, unfun experience? Yeah. He, and he may not even be that overpowered, but he's so fucking unfun. Because with the damage reduction and the amount of damage he does, like, it's just an unfun thing. Like, he just chases you around, kind of like the gorilla with a sandwich in your pocket. Like, he's just coming for you, and you just have to get away. Like, he's just going to fucking murder you. Well, like the... I... Go ahead. No, that that's it. I, I just think that... I don't think he's going to make it through in his current form. I would be absolutely shocked if they change him. Because if, if, if they're willing to let Shuri be what she still is... <laughs> Then, oh my God. then they're then they're got not, they're not going to jack or shit to a model that kills other models. Like he still has to like get to the bottle, and he still has to swing. He still has to roll dice. Yes, his dice are great. So but... the the problem with Corvus is that he can just decide to kill somebody, and there's really nothing you can do. Yeah, about you it. place next. But to they him. they've do done everything they possibly can to make that the situation. Mm-hmm. They gave him a tactics card that prevents defense dice from ever happening. They gave him Pierce on his basic attack. They gave him flurry and advance on his spending attack. They gave him access to the reality stone, so skulls don't stop him. And they gave him an ability that said blanks count, so blanks don't stop him. The only thing he can roll that doesn't work is blocks. So he has a 7 in 8 chance of causing damage per die. They put him in an affiliation with a guy that says roll 2 or 4 more dice and also re-roll 3 of your dice. They put him in a faction with that guy. And they also put him in the faction with that same guy who can move one guy from one end of the field to the other to stand in front of you. Like, they've done everything humanly possible to make sure that he can press the delete button. 
And so I, I would be really surprised if they did something about it because that is a very expensive package and he should kill people. He's literally the Grim Reaper. He should kill people. Mm-hmm. Also, counterpoint, you know what's fun? Killing people. No, I That's agree. <laughs> there, there's a reason I don't play Black Order. That's it. it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've, got, I've got another one on the, on the chopping block. I think we'll get, Ooh. not chopping block, not taken down, uh, a building block. I think he's going to have to get built up because he doesn't, and actually I think he just needs to be brought into line with other similar characters, is Bullseye. Like, Bullseye just Oof. seems... Like his, that guy's real bad. Like his kit is supposed to, <laughs> that guy's real bad. His kit is supposed to be like a, I'm going to do a lot of like auto damage to you, and he can't do auto damage to you. That doesn't work at yeah. all. So this is an example of a character that his kit doesn't function. Um, and so I would be very surprised if they don't change something fundamental about his kit so that something happens really consistently. So I go, okay, I want to do like a, a snipery kind of character or a build where I'm I'm constantly doing one damage to everyone automatically. Um a la uh, they they I think they hit the nail on the head with um Omega Red, right? Like he wants to do auto damage as long as poison's out there. Like bull I think Bullseye will do something like that because what he does right now doesn't work at all. Like it doesn't it just doesn't function. Uh he could never be counted on to do the thing I, he does. I could see them changing the wording on his I never miss to uh if this attack would do no damage, it instead deals one damage. Right. I could see them doing that, so that way he triggers the the Cabal leadership, and then he would have a home at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it seems like they just kept stapling him onto other affiliation lists, and nobody wants him. Yeah. He's so bad. He's super duper bad. Yeah, this... this would be an example of like a kit that just doesn't work. Like, you see the moving parts, but not, they just don't do anything. It's like the do-nothing machine. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, what? It's like, nah, just kidding. Like I didn't actually do anything. Right. Like whatever. And if 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 he's just supposed to stand there and throw his knives twice, there are so many characters mm-hmm. who just stand there and pull the trigger twice, or stand there and or or shoot a beam twice. Like it, he is so bad <laughs> at doing the thing he's supposed to do. Um, there's another character in the game that doesn't get played at all that is so much better than him. Uh, uh Agent uh, Widow. Agent Widow yeah. is so much better than him. So much better than him, and she's never played. Like, I think we've actually kind of overlooked Agent Widow. I think, I think Agent, that she probably needs to see some. I think Agent Widow is actually really strong. I just need to find a place for her to be better than somebody else. But I, I think she's actually going to be there. But Bullseye isn't. Like, every time you want to, like, I would put Agent Widow out of faction into one of his factions before I put him in because she's better than him. Um, because they have a very similar kit, a very similar idea. He, he just doesn't do it for some reason. Um, blech. I. I think we're only talking about the original 50, right? Those are the ones that they're adjusting. Oh, that's right. Is he that's he's not there? Is he not in the... I think he is, yeah. Oh. Uh, so the first... Uh, let me sort this. Um, oh, I know how to do this. Here we go. He's CP30, Perfect. so that, that'll be uh, close. No, he's not. Oh, he's not? Wait, 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 wait. Nope, nope. He is not in the original 50. No, yeah. CP30 can't be, right? Because it's there's been... right on the line. Yeah. There's a couple, like, ones. And remember, CP1 had 10 people. That's what it. I mean, yes. Yeah, Yeah, but CP's, like, there's a bunch of train sets and stuff, too. Uh, uh, so I just sorted by, uh, I just did the first 50 characters sorted by release number. And it goes all the way down to Hawkeye at 24, and then has five Infinity Stones. And so there's, um, what is that? six more characters that should be on this list 
which would be three box sets. So I think he's just out. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's like Hawkeye, Agent Widow, Wong, Doctor Strange, like those guys. So basically Defenders backwards. Um, Hela would be a fun one because her kit just doesn't work. She doesn't get enough power and like everything ignores her fucking resurrection, which is really stupid. Yeah. Like if anyone's resurrection should work, it should be Hela. Yeah, they yeah. made her way too hard to pull off and also yeah. she is like such a badass like in the movies in the marvel universe mm-hmm. and in that this game she just isn't like she just is I not feel like a badass. Hela was like a victim of having four defense and they just mm-hmm. didn't realize how big of a not deal that is like it does not matter like yeah. four defense dice versus three defense dice doesn't fucking change anything unless you have something to back it up and again, she's 10 hit points for a four-point character, mm-hmm. just not enough. Mm-hmm. You need 11 or 12 at least. Yep, she... Like, the 11th hit point would goes almost as far to defending her as the four, four defense across the board. Yep. Like, the number of times you will block an extra, like, damage because of one extra defense die per health bar is, like, one. It's like, you're going to stop one extra, not, like, six extra. It's ridiculous. All they'd have to really do to hell is give her DR, man put damage reduction on her she'd be pretty sweet then oof for having 10 but that's not what i want them to do like she would just be really hard to kill then she still wouldn't do anything i think they need to make her claim soul better like make it one cost or make it her just attack that gains power and also everything like make it the everything attack like she just gets the stuff and then make her spender like really good i think costing one would be okay because you would still get to do it automatically because she generates two Mm mm-hmm and you could still spend souls to up the damage. But anytime you don't use claim soul, you're basically getting to keep the extra power. Because Reign of Hell never happens. Like, when mm-hmm. does she get four power? Like, literally cannot happen. I guess, what if she could spend souls to stop damage? That could be an easy change. Just give her fucking Sinister's ability. That'd be really cool. Yeah, and then just get rid of the resurrection thing. That would, also, would, be, that would also be part of the Trump's theme they're doing, thing. which is bringing bringing things in line with other things. Because mm. obviously if you were about to take four damage, you would just spend three souls to take one. And that way the resurrection would be pointless. And you wouldn't have to deal with what if a character is KO'd and then not KO'd? Like, what happens? Does everything trigger? And you're like, yes. It's like, oh god. Anyway. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of stuff with the New Balance changes. I The thing that bothers me most is when I see people online, they're like, oh, good, they're doing balance updates. Man, they better adjust my favorite character. And it's like, <laughs> they're like, I'm like, what's your favorite character? Is like, Punisher. I was like, Punisher does not need a balance update. Jesus Christ. Like, right. you don't know anything about this game. Every time I every, like, every time I play with Modoc, he's so bad. So I'm going, I hope he gets buffed. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so like Crossbones is an example of like a character I could see getting an update. There, his kit works. Yeah, he doesn't need, but he's he not does not good. need an update. And I could be like, Energy Defense 3. I could see them just like salt bang it in there. Like, Energy Defense 3, leave it alone. Like, yeah, that's probably fine. Like, he's not supposed to be good. Like, his role in the Marvel Universe is not to dominate boards. Like, I understand. Like, he has a specific place. He plays in Criminals with Sin. That's it. Like, I got it. Or in uh, Cabal with Sin. He plays with Sin. I got yeah. it. All right. Well, I think that's enough chatting about that. Hopefully, people didn't think we were preaching too hard. But uh, no, I, I that was it. I I like like as I like I like the idea that you no, know, there's such thing as broken characters, and it's mostly focused on like mm-hmm. kit 
And I think there's going to be a serious theme of uh, characters that can't do things because of the amount of power they have. It's really obvious that that's one of their primary yes-nos. Like, can this character work with the power we have coming to this character in the game yeah. realistically? And for that reason, I think folks like Hela uh, are also going to be on that list, most likely. I think I think we were pretty clear, but just, just for clarification, the difference between broken and bad is like, you get in your car in the morning to go to work, and you turn the key and it doesn't start. That's broken. You, you turn the key and it starts, but you can only go 45 miles an hour and it burns a ton of gas and oil. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> but it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can get to work. <laughs> you probably need to do something about it long term, but, like, you haven't missed work. So, it's working. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, let's go to our next segment, uh, which is going to be Comic Corner. Parker, go ahead and talk about your stupid comics. Okay. So, there's a comic out there. Um... Oh, no. That I wanted to bring to people's attention, I guess, is to prove to people that I meant what I said and I said what I meant. With oh god, never mind, we're skipping it. So hold on, we're cutting it. It's somebody, somebody uh, uh, who is awesome, uh, a, a fan of the show, uh, John. Uh, shout out to John. He uh, he and I had an awesome, robust uh, discussion on um, our Discord, talking about my comments about Rogue uh, a couple episodes ago, and. It was just a really good discussion, and we basically ended up to the point that that I agreed that there was definitely something about Rogue that was bothering me, and it's probably not uh, some sort of uh, sincere, distilled uh, problem with her character. That being said... Yeah, it's because you're from the South, so you hate Southern people. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's the caricatures. I don't like caricatures, right? And the same reason that nobody likes caricatures of things that they resemble. So... Um, and it's also the, probably the reason it's, why I like modern versions of Rogue because they have completely shed the caricature of, of her in the modern versions of her. Yeah. Um, they she never says the word sugar spelled with an A H in anything written past 2010. So um, I wanted to share one of my favorite X Men's that actually showcases her as a main character, and I think it's awesome. Um, it's called Age of X. Age of X is a standalone X Men adventure um, that. Um, takes place over a couple different uh, comics, but you can get by the graphic novel to get the, the main gist of it. It's a really interesting um, story. Basically, without any knowledge of what's going on, you're just dropped in the middle of this story where it's it's modern day, but mutants have been persecuted just super hardcore. Uh, Professor Xavier, for some reason, was never around. Uh, Magneto was the one who was rescuing mutants. And this this may sound a lot like Age of Apocalypse, but it's not... Uh, because Apocalypse is not the bad guy. It's definitely uh, uh, humans. At some point, uh, Magneto has just literally ripped a chunk of New York City like out of the ground, girders, you know, to the to the ground of skyscrapers and just, you know, plunge them into uh, Virginia. And the telekinetic, the telekinetic uh, X-Men have erected this giant force wall around this small city that all the mutants are now inhabiting in the world. And basically, it's all the mutants stuck behind this force wall fighting waves of humans that come periodically through the force wall. And so it's just a constant battle to the death, and they're trying to survive. Uh, Rogue um, is not named Rogue in this universe. Her Anne-Marie is named uh, Legacy. And her job is to, as uh, mutants are dying, she's basically a, a living memorial. She goes up to the mutant and absorbs their psyche as they die so that she can just 
basically be a, a, a memoriam for, for them. And also she's collecting their power and things which stay with them for a little while and so she can utilize them to help fight. But she's just trying to basically, you know, keep the memory of all these mutants that are falling in battle fairly constantly as they just wave of waves of humans at them. Um, of course, this sounds like too too impossible. Like, how did this just happen in the middle of the Marvel Universe? What's going on, actually? Uh, Rogue is the first character who... Uh, discovers this as she's using her powers to accumulate memories and she's realizing something's amiss. And so uh, Anne-Marie is, gets caught up in the middle of this uh, conspiracy to w what is the actual Age of X? Why are they stuck in this situation? Um, what does it, How does it resemble the reality that we all know and why are they in this new reality? So you can read the story if you'd like to. One of uh, Brandon's favorite characters turns out to be the 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 cause of the problem and uh, and if, if if he wants later I'll tell him I'll spoil it for him but it's a really good story in which Anne-Marie as Rogue is the main character and she's awesome but she's never a caricature of a southern belle she's she's just an awesome X-Men so if you like if you'd like to see a cool standalone X-Men story that is that is a lot of fun to read and it gives a cool take on a lot of the characters um they all a lot of them you explore their backstories of who they are in this new universe um, Cyclops is is one of them, and in this universe, he's not uh, the X Men's leader. He has no leadership role whatsoever. Actually, um, when they were rounding up the 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 mutants to kill them, he was there. Uh, it was Arcade is the is the uh, runner of a, de of a detention and concentration camp, the human arcade, and he loves killing mutants. And so he thought, what better way to kill mutants than to have a mutant kill all the mutants? And so he, he puts a visor on Cyclops that is remote controlled. And so they wheel Cyclops in front of other mutants, open the visor, and pulverize other mutants. So he's forced to watch himself murder mutants by the thousands over time. And arcade just pushes a button all the time. And he thinks it's delightful. Um... So Cyclops becomes a very, very, very dark character in this universe because he's, you know, he's a he's a murder machine until he gets free, and then joins Magneto in uh, behind the Force Wall. Um, he's he's you know also a key character in this story. So if you'd like to, you know, see how this how this plays out and and what's actually causing this this new reality the X Men find themselves in, it's a fun read, and it's a cool take on the X Men. Is Rogue still drawn hot though? No. She has actually. She's extremely. It. She's extremely. Trash. She's extremely proportional. Now, Storm for some reason uh, flies <laughs> around because uh, it's X Men comic. It's an X Men comic, so everybody they got to have at least one character in a exact bikini, right? So Psylocke's in Perfect. a bikini most of the time. So so Storm literally is wearing just a string bikini. I'm back. Nothing in. else. A string bikini. Period. She goes and fights giant militarized humans in huge war machines with exactly triangles on her boobs and her pussy. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's I'm back it. in. You lost me at not. It's important though that. that Parker need to take a stand against the Southern Bell derogatoriness and not against anything else in this comic. <laughs> uh, to be fair. To be fair. Storm is featured in maybe three panels of the entire thing. Like she's she's not even. A, I don't know if she has a line in the whole thing. Um, no, she does. Oh, it's she, better. It's better when our females don't. She does. Yes, she does. She, yeah, she It's better when she's just a, a, a visual object. Oh, by the way, she's in the cover art. She's right there with her big old. Oh, okay. Her we got her out. into the important yeah. bits. Yeah. Uh, she's got it. She's got it. Those her. sections with words, though, we kept her out of yeah. those. Um. Yeah. Jesus. So, it is. Uh, I, I, 
<laughs> it's an X-Men comic. They're, they love their, <laughs> it's an X-Men comic. I wish I could say like, wow, it's a really, it's a really just, it beats, you know, it's, it's the beating heart of the Marvel canon. It's not, it's, it's X-Men. And so X-Men can be just a lot of soap opera mixed with some sci-fi. You know, if you want a great mm-hmm. X-Men, go read, you know, House of X, which I already talked about in an earlier, uh, you know, uh, a comic corner, because House of X is amazing sci-fi that happens to feature mutants. But, so what was the name of this one again? This is called uh, X-Men Age of X. Age of X. Cool. So we have we have uh, House of X, Powers of X, uh, Age of X, and got a lot of X's. Age of Apocalypse, uh, X-Men, no X's in X-Men. It's terrible. X-Men, Weapon X, X, X-Men, yeah. Wolverine X. Generation X, probably yeah. something like Ecstasy that's probably out there. <laughs> <laughs> Exceptional comic book yeah. is going to be the name of the next you one. You could say. All right, uh, so that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, thanks for sticking it out. Sorry you had to listen to Parker talk about dumb stuff again. I'm going to try and cut down on that next time. Wait, what was dumb stuff? A comic book that was written about the X-Men? <laughs> just just everything you said. Oh. All of it. All right. Uh, why do I, so why do I come brand- here with you guys on Wednesdays? Why do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> But you have to come here 233 more times before you can just come here as a normal person. <laughs> this is your punishment. I would you like – I kind of want to go back to – no, I, I, as, I, as I say, I kind of want to go back to episode one and see before I had demerits how I was treated. And it was the same. I don't think I ever get treated <laughs> as a regular person. Disagree. Your use of regular person there I think is wrong. I think I've always been the, the – what it would be the, 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 the whipping boy, the – the desagulated the, one. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that's true. It's definitely wrong. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this has been Brandon. And uh, Dr. Mantis DeBoggin, MD. Uh, this has been Jeremy. I have nothing more today. <laughs> <laughs> and you have just listened to Metal Rope. So what are we going to call this thing? I got it. Okay. Incredible, new, fantastic, astonishing, mighty, original, uncanny, sensational podcast. I'm just going to put down infamous. What time is it? Jesus. It is 10.34. Why? We ought to start this at some point. I was going to say, I feel like we did. We have started. I feel like this is it. Oh, okay. Jeremy, we're podcasting. Oh, sorry. Some kind of idiot. I thought I was. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Podcasting. You guys caught Uh, up on the what if? I was about to say about about what if. Okay, so. No. uh, I'm not caught up. Oh, Jeremy, did you see the latest? The last one was the. Uh, Killmonger one, right? Uh-huh. Is that the one? Um, oh. I feel like... I, re- I saw that one. Oh, you saw that one? Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that was the latest one. I thought it's not the latest. One. one came oh, out today. Oh, it's on tonight, right? One yeah, is out tonight. One tonight. Yeah. Okay. Did you already see it, Jeremy? Uh, my boys watched it. I was cooking, so I kind of watched okay. it in and out. I, I get the gist. Okay, so the Killmonger... I haven't seen it, but the Killmonger one... Um, did anybody else find that one just be kind of meh? 
Like I got we, done with that one. Uh, and I go, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I actually really liked it for a, for the beginning bits, and yeah. then I hated it. Uh, I hate this thing where there's obviously someone has plot armor, and they just refuse to act. Like it's just an unbelievable way of things playing out. So, kind of spoilers. I'm going to try and avoid the direct topics of the show. So, but if you guys want to hear about or you want to watch it first, go watch it then finish the podcast because this will likely be after the credits. Anyway, uh, I hate. I'm rereading the Harry Potter novels right now just because I'm bored. I want something to listen to when I'm doing other stuff. Uh huh. And uh, there's parts in the books where the writers do this really terrible thing where they basically they put a bullshit annoying enemy in front of you that's just like nails on a chalkboard but you can't get rid of them because reasons and like it's never like well executed like uh for example in the harry potter books the the stupid um uh interim headmistress in like book eight or yeah, seven or eight yeah you know, the, that's i can yeah. umbridge umbridge yeah, yeah. Umbridge, and she's just like no one, no human being ever would meet this woman and be like, "Yeah, you deserve to be in charge of something." No one would ever do that. And it's like, and then you hear about like she's literally torturing children. Anyone ever would immediately fire this woman. Like, there's no way this could ever happen. Mm-hmm. But because it's meant to be an annoying villain, they're there and they're justified, and nobody will stop them because they're meant to be a foil for some reason. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't like at no point would this ever be acceptable. Like, you're the good guy, they're the bad guy. Like, this would get you would get fired. Mm-hmm. And so I felt a little bit like that in this um, uh, episode where Killmonger comes back and Tony confronts him. And it's like, this would never happen. He's Tony Stark. He would just have him killed. <laughs> like, like, he's like, he would just blow up the plane he was on. Or, like, any number of things. Because he puts himself in a room with a known assassin. Like, that was his revenge kick. Like, there's no... He's supposed to be smart. Like, that would never happen. Mm. I was like, come on. It was so dumb. I was like... And so, at that moment, I just checked out of the episode. I was like, okay, this is stupid. So... like. Yeah, that that episode, one of the problems, too, with that episode is it comes after two of the best Marvel things I've seen in, like, the last five years. Like, mm-hmm. those two, the Zombies one and the Doctor Strange one, I still watch the Doctor Strange one, like, every third day or so, just as a background thing. Because <laughs> it's, it's so fucking awesome. It's so wow. good. It's such a great, like, oh, so good. like, consolidation of his story. Mm-hmm. Also, I was thinking about something the other day. Uh, why is his name Doctor Strange? That's so ridiculous. It makes no sense. What? As opposed to what? Like, He's a why is his superhero name Doctor Strange? It's literally his name. Well, he didn't. But he gave up being a doctor to become a wizard. So why is his title Doctor Strange? Because that's his name. I get that that is his name. <laughs> it's his name. It just makes no sense. At no point was he like, yeah, but my defining characteristic is I'm a doctor. So if like, he... even when he was a doctor, he vi- he like didn't view himself as like a healer. He he viewed himself as more of like a big shot success story, like or like a, a some kind of like awesome maverick. He didn't really view himself as like a doctor primarily. Yeah, but doctor simply means that you have a doctorate, which means you're very educated in certain things. So as a wizard and all the things he did. <laughs> Listen. I call bullshit on that one. Who there's gives a fuck? There's no way. <laughs> it's tight. There's no justification for why he chooses the name Doctor Strange. 
And why does Wong call him Doctor Strange? He's never known him to be a doctor. He's been a wizard he the entire it, fucking sir. time he's known him. It's because he earned it, like, sir. He would call him, like, Master Strange or, like, Sorcerer Strange or something else. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Like, I know, in, the I know movie, in the movies, Wong... well, in the movies he calls him Steven, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. In the movies, he calls him Steven. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the u- movies are technically canon, but they're not exactly like precedent. Oh, well, I mean, they also never call her Scarlet Witch, even though that was her name long before like any of this shit happened. But that's well, like her title. Like she is the Scarlet Witch. Right, but I mean, she in the comics she was the Scarlet Witch for so long before any of this storyline stuff happened, and so it's just that the movies never brought it up. And then they use so are you just point. asking why Doctor Strange would refer to him, continue to refer to himself in the same honorific he would use during his job? No, just that like <laughs> I'm going to go around and be a universe defending wizard. By the way, like my name is like CPA Johnson. Like that doesn't make any sense. Doctor Strange, PhD. I earned it. Doctor Strange, you. PhD, Harvard. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like it makes no sense. Okay, well, let's no Esquire. one, no one he ever interacts with would know what the fuck that means. Okay, okay, okay. So first, <laughs> in the Marvel universe, like di- di- every like every character has different reasons to name themselves, and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. So like Thor right. is just his name. Why would he ever change his name? Thor it's fucking Thor, a, yeah. right? Like Thanos doesn't change his name. It's Thanos. Gamora, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Star Lord changes no, I get it that. because he's haughty as shit, I... and he wants to be called the Star Lord, right? Because that's because he wants everybody... And, he, but that makes sense to me. The motivation behind it is clear and it makes sense. Okay, so you're just saying Doctor Strange in particular, he's the one where you yes. have a hard time because you go... As a learned doctor, he decided that his superhero name needed to be Doctor Strange, which is legal name. Well, okay, well, no I, I will say, since I have read a bunch of, of comic books in which he calls himself the Doctor, he refers to himself in the Doctor in very much the same way that, like, Doctor Who does, right? Like, yeah. he's... Mm-hmm. He, he, he he goes and fixes problems. He helps people. He's a, a humanitarian, right? Why does he do it? He's just because people deserve it. You know the Hippocratic oath. Like he sees himself like as a, as a magical Hippocratic oath. Um, do okay. do no do no harm, right? Um, so he actually views himself as like a healer protector role. Yes, in the comics, at least the ones I've read, that's how he sees himself. And so, like when, for example, like in Greenwich Village where the the, the the Sanctum Sanctorum is people will show up at his door and they'll knock on it and they say I was told to come see the doctor he's like okay I make you know and he's like yep I make house calls like he he refers to himself to the public as the doctor even though they don't entirely okay. know what he is because Doctor Strange doesn't have a huge public presence like he doesn't he's not like Spider Man there are no toys of him right in the Marvel universe he's not supposed to he doesn't really have a big public presence um but people know of him in magical circles when they have magical maladies he'll get referred to the doctor so at least in the comic books I've seen he really is like a doctor he sees himself as doing the same job he used to do mm-hmm. um, now that's in the comic series that I've read on, and, the, and I like that I think they actually in, those, in that comic they gave him a reason to be called Doctor Strange there's also the old school comics back when he had the big red and you know blue uniform when he was just woo and, and it was it was. It made no sense. Why call him Doctor Strange? Because it was a cool take on his name. They named him Doctor Strange after they decided he should be a doctor, and his last name is Strange. Right. They just did it, like it, no fucking reason. Um, that's that's where I was coming right. from. 
Well, the same, I mean, and I, uh, go ahead. In the novel I've read that he was in, he, they do bring up the doctor aspect a lot and it is a plot point that comes back, mm-hmm. but at no point does he ever like introduce himself as Dr. Strange. And so like, as the title of the comic, I understand it being called Dr. Strange, mm-hmm. but I just, it makes no sense to me why the character would have named himself Dr. Strange mm-hmm. and put that forth as his moniker. Well, it's interesting you put that. I don't in the comics that I've read, he calls himself Steven. And when and mm-hmm. when people say like who are you? Right, he seems much more like straightforward down to earth when he's in scenes with people. Right. But yet he's referred to as Doctor Strange by everyone that isn't like a very close friend. Right. Which is like where is that information getting out that doesn't make sense? Oh, like why yeah, like, like they don't, why would they don't somebody, call him the Sorcerer Supreme, they call right. him Doctor Strange. I see. It's like why would Doctor Doom call him Doctor Strange? Right? Like why would right. why would he do that? Right. 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 I see your point. Yeah. Um Glad we solved that. You think you can? Hey. I think don't it's judge solved. Me. You got it. As we're in the reverse, Doctor Doom, I know exactly why he's called Doctor Doom and why everyone calls him Doctor Doom. Yeah. It makes sense. I think it's it's also interesting that in and it's probably points to the fact that in the original Doctor Strange lore they didn't go into detail about why he was. They just made an assumption because he was a doctor and his last name is Strange. But like unlike in Spider Man, like Spider Man got his name from a wrestling moniker while he was a wrestler for a moment and he was full of himself trying to make money right after he got his spider powers. So he was named Spider Man by the wrestling announcer because he didn't have a good name, right? So like is that actually canon or uh-huh. I thought that was just in the first movie. No, I didn't realize no, that, that was canon. That, that's canon, yeah. They didn't they Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's canon. They actually like they he didn't name himself Spider Man so much as he showed up was jumping around and he said I, I'm like just and, and he and he said I'm, I'm like a spider and they go all right spider man whatever the hell like like they just it was just like bone saw is ready just like the name give na- give him a name give him a name because he's a guy um RIP Randy Savage so that's why I so like that that one Spider Man has the name for that reason I'm trying to think of some of the other like good reasons why like canon reasons why there was a name black panther has his name because of the their their panther god yeah um, well, like captain america captain marvel all makes sense they have military backgrounds right. and they're involved with the defense force and right stuff. also uh like uh the x-men all have code names those are all chosen by professor x based on their powers like all that stuff was like all that stuff has a reason the iron fist is literally the iron fist it's a it's a recurring generational power that's why he's the iron fist mm-hmm. like there's no, sure. There's a, there's a like they all make sense. sense. Like like Luke Cage naming himself Power Man makes sense. Yeah. Even even if it maybe someone else called him Power Man, but then he just started being referred to as Luke Cage. Yeah. Like like I, they all make sense except for Doctor Strange. Like like nobody else is like that. Where it's just very odd. It's like literally they they're called what they're they well, are. There's a fantastic tongue in cheek moment with him and. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah. I know the the joke a lot. Right. Like the the name the joke of his name. Right. It happens all the time, yeah. and it's funny. But, like, it doesn't mean it makes sense. Right. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get started? I feel like I we, we did it. it. I feel like we're done. Can we, like, wrap this up? I'll do a comic corner. We're done. I feel like we got no, I feel like the opposite. Our, 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 do you have, we've done a do really good. We've done a really good Marvel Crisis Protocol podcast right now. This has been great. Well done, boys. Yep. I think we did mm-hmm. it. I've been podcasting this whole time. You guys should definitely keep talking about the fact that I'm going to have to move time segments around. That makes it really seamless. <laughs> There are another, there are a few other ones though. Like how did I wonder now? Now you maybe wonder about the names. Like how did Brock Rumlow called get to be called Crossbones? 
did he just put the mask on and people started calling that when he was murked around? Like, is that, or did he pick that as a code name? Uh, is it, like they're now they're uh, well. I saw his original like costume, and it literally was like he's like a pro wrestler with a with a crossbone mask. Yes, like it was really stupid. Yes, he, he literally looked like it was like Pirate Man is like kind of the, yeah, the idea. It looked like Pirate Man. Yeah, well, I don't know what the the backstory of that is. It was. considered yeah, like, like douchey in the hero um, line if you give yourself your own name. Like, is that that like? I'm badassery guy. And they're like, uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, is it, a, it's an image comic, right? Uh, kick-ass, like the actual, I, I know they made a movie, but the, yeah, the comic book is great. And they make, they, they, they talk about that. Like, how do you get your name, your name? It's kind of a douchey thing to name yourself. Um, yeah. But here's a, this is a good one. Why cable? His name is Nathan Summers. Cable is not anything. I actually, I actually looked oh. up. Yeah, I don't know why he's called Cable, but he has a bunch of alternate names like the Traveler uh-huh. and stuff, which makes sense because you know he is a time traveler, right? Uh, uh, Sc- and he shows up all over uh, the place. He, his one of his honorifics is Ascani Sun, which is because the Ascani were the name of these like psychic uh, 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 cult that raised him when he was sent to the future. Like, like there are lots of things that he's been called that actually make sense. But why did he walk around going, ah, Cable, Cable will be my name because I am so Cable-ish. I don't know. There's something. There's well, something. I mean, the the way they draw his arm looks like a bunch of cables. Maybe it was I, a nickname. Yeah. But I, like, from a totally creative standpoint, from just the human being drawing him first, why did they go with Cable? Other than that, it yeah, just it makes, sounds makes kinda, no sense. It sounds I mean, kind of badass, I guess. I could see somewhere in the backstory of Cable there was a reason, but yeah. But even so, like you got to make up a name at some point, right? And like we just talked about, he's got multiple like like nicknames that make a lot of sense. And so I don't like no one really cares about Cable, but it's also not his name isn't Nady Nate. Like it's not like yeah. something drawn directly from his fucking name. It's like the Shang Chi thing. In the if anybody's seen Shang Chi, it's not really a spoiler. It happens really early. He goes by Sean, and his name is uh, Shang. And and then they draw point out the facts like you realize that the the false identity you chose is one letter different than your actual fucking name, right? He's like, shut up. <laughs> I was just seeing here. They just said that some guy just named him Cable. Picked cable. Yeah, like not. It could says, have been a code name in the in the military. Yeah, it says I was given a directive to create a new leader for the new mutants. There was no name, no description besides a man of action. <laughs> I created was the look. Field? Yeah, this is Leefield. Yeah, I yeah. created the look, the name, much of the history of the character. After I named him Cable, Bob suggested Quinn, and Luis had Commander X. <laughs> we went with Cable. Hmm. Yeah. No reason. All right, yeah. his name's Cable. It's like number one. I won't be able to draw his feet at all. Yeah. Number First, two. No, no feet. <laughs> No feet. <laughs> I can't draw. Lots feet. of pockets. Weird yeah. style. That makes sense because I have no idea what Cable's feet look like. Uh, nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> it's never been pictured on a comic screen. Oh, it's something's been pictured. They're not feet. <laughs> I like to imagine they made uh fucking what's his name, uh Josh Brolin just walk around barefoot because they didn't know what his feet were supposed to look like. It's like you just have to wear these blue screen things on your feet. <laughs> like oh my that gosh. way that we can never. Even if they get in frame, they'll get cut out. Oh, oh my gosh! Here we go. I actually found I found an article done by uh, uh, the CBR, the Comic Book Questions Answered dot com, which is the name of the article. How did Cable get the name Cable? Here we're gonna find out. 
All right. Well, I'm gonna use the bathroom real quick and get some more water, and then uh, we'll get we'll get firing up when I get back. Okay. If you guys need to go. I was first. You saw it. <laughs> Did you find it? I'm looking. Oh, really? It's like a 10-page article that just says, uh, randomly chosen. Uh-oh. Is my backup not working? Hello? Parker, can you sound test? Test, test. Parker's testing. Okay, so you guys are getting recorded, but I'm not. Hmm. Uh, Hello? Test? Alright, well, I don't know why my audio is not recording on the backup, but I have my primary still. Alright, lay us on with the answer. So, real reason, they just thought it was cool. I, I expected that was that. That's the real reason, they just thought it was cool. Uh, they did write, years after he became a popular character, they did write a reason why... Um, during his adventures, you know, bouncing between the past and the future, fighting, fighting Apocalypse... Um, his dad, Cyclops, told them that he was uh, a link. Um, and this is really stupid. How how would you, why would you say this to a person? He was a cable like between the past and the future, and and this is like he's saying this to young Nathan. So Nathan decides to adopt that name because his dad told him about it while he was young, and. That's so or you're like that's, a link. That's so stupid. So you should be named Link. That's so stupid. <laughs> he said <laughs> you're like a cable. You're like a cable between the past and the future. And if I ever went up to somebody and be like, "You're like a bridge. You're like a really important bridge." You could say a link, maybe a chain. You know what? I, but there's a better word to describe something that does this. You know what? What holds up bridges? No, you're like chains a, don't you're like hold a up girder bridges. to the past. Yeah, you're like <laughs> nobody says that. You're like what would you be called? Is it is it is it like a causeway? That's what you are. You're a causeway to the past. Nope, no, nope, that doesn't causeway work either. Summers. You know what? You're like a cable, like a sturdy woven metal cable. To the oh, past. Man. That's what you are. His name could have been Tunnel. His <laughs> tunnel could have been pretty. His cool. name, yeah, his name. He's like a tunnel to the past yes. or a tunnel to the future. That would actually make sense. Uh -huh. Tunnel is pretty cool, right? I think it, it should makes have more been, sense than cable. Yeah, it should have been. Tunnel. But I mean, obviously, I mean, I could have told you from from point one, knowing how character creation works. They're like, all right, I want, I have this really cool name. I need to create a character for yeah. it. <laughs> That's a hundred percent how it went down. I knew that the whole time. It's just, did they come up with a reason? Yeah. Oh, they, all they do is like, yeah, he had an old war buddy that nicknamed him Cable because something. Yeah, like that's that would have been all they needed to say, and it would have been fine. He loves uh, television, not uh, regular television. He loves cable TV. Yeah, uh, Daredevil. Daredevil didn't name himself. Um, he adopted the red costume and the horns because of his dad. Uh, his dad 
was the fought like uh, a devil. Yeah, fought like a devil. Yep. So he he was yeah. he was called the devil of Hell's Kitchen when he boxed. Um, but that's why he he wore the and then outfit. He was the man without fear. So right. He was Daredevil. Right. So, but people, yeah. people again. That. that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, but so, clearly they wanted the character to be called Daredevil, right. and they worked backwards from yes. that. Like, I like that's how character creation right. works. Uh, here's here's one here's one that I've often wondered about. Uh, the Green Goblin. Not mad that he exists, but why green? Why not just Goblin? Why did they go with Green Goblin? Why green? Goblins aren't green. It's written for kids, I guess. But they did. But it's not called the Red and Blue Spider Man. It's is it just because? Oh, alliteration, right? But still, it's still two words. Yes, it's just Spider Man. It's just alliteration, basically, right? Green yeah. Goblin. It could have been Gold Goblin, but they decided to go with Green Goblin because yeah. he's more Blue Beetle, more Gobliny, I guess. Mm-hmm. The Goblin, the go, the Goblinacity was really high. I mean, yeah, the more grown up version of the character is Hobgoblin, right? So. Yes, he is a straight up murderer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, now that we know the origin story of one Nathan Nathaniel Summers of Cables. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Who's a cable to go. the link Now that that's past. out of the way. He's a cable mm-hmm. between the past and the future. You're a cable, son. Jeremy, I'm worried your internet is, like, hanging on by a, a very, very thin cable because <laughs> <laughs> your your quality on your stream is real bad. Yeah. Is it? Like, I got... I got one pixel in the top left. I got one pixel in the bottom right, and they they're usually the same color. Like, should like I reconnect? You, you were so fuzzy, and you like I see you move about once every four minutes when the screen changes, hmm. and so I'm like, uh oh. So uh, hopefully Jeremy hangs in there with us. Uh, hey guys, I got a question for you. Yes, Brandon, lay it on us. Did you hear about the guy who dipped his balls in glitter? No. Pretty nuts. God damn it. <laughs> I'm so mad. I got you. <laughs> Park, are you ready to start? I'm so ready. But are you pumped? Uh, so we're we are rating things. That was the only thing I was going to ask, so I could know where to start. Full things. Oh, out. that's probably a good question. Um. We can rate defenders, but then Jeremy said he didn't want to rate stuff because they're going to change every card. Every model's getting a balance that's update. That's right. So that's where we. That's how we ended up. We could change some update. of them. And we started talking about balance updates. I figure we just finished talking about balance updates. You know what I mean? No. What would we? Uh, you know how we just talked for like an hour about balance updates? Okay. Just just have some more information. Just do that more. More and ideas. Then sprinkle in some other stuff. I got it. You with me? I'm totally with you. Are you picking up on putting down? I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm slicing that cheese. Would you say that you're connected to what I just described and yourself by some form of device that could be called a cable? Mm-hmm. Or a tunnel. Okay. I was going to say a yeah. rope, but I do like... <laughs> I, I think cable like is better. a tightly wound steel rope. <laughs> like a rod, but like a rope. Yeah. Okay. Made of metal. That's like a flexible rod. Mm-hmm. Made of many smaller, tinier rods that are flexible and still made of steel but not like string yeah okay cable like okay okay yeah i'm in i like that not bolted or chained but cable (laughs) 
All right, I think we're ready to go. I think we, we, we've beaten it to death, drove over it, backed up, set it on fire, and said cable again. It's only funny to us at this point, I'm sure. Disagree. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> cable. Cable. Got it, got it in one more time. Yeah, it did. Drink. <laughs> yeah, so the whole like anti Southern Bell thing, I like to refer to as the Ricky Bobby paradox. Yeah. Uh, you see, NASCAR fans hate Talladega Nights, but not NASCAR fans love Talladega Nights because it's exactly what NASCAR fans look like. <laughs> and they refuse to admit it about themselves. So Parker, being from Louisiana or wherever he's from, somewhere down south, yeah, you had it right. hates everyone from Louisiana because that's just how it works. Oh my gosh! Have you guys seen this Hit Monkey thing? Hit Monkey. Hit Hit Monkey. Yeah, it's a new Marvel no. thing apparently going on on Hulu, which I don't understand how it's going on on Hulu. Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey. Hold on. I have Hulu. Marvels. Let me Hit use monkey. my powers of Hulu. Before we get invested in that, can we like wrap this up? Like it's nope. super late. No. Nope. That's Hold that's on, true. Wait, wait, wait. I actually have to do things. I can watch Trigon. I have to do things. I have to do Hulu. things before one o'clock in the morning. You're that's correct. I actually. Hold on. I want to look up Hit Monkey real quick. I just want to see it. Is it two words? Oh, Marvel's Hit Monkey. It's got the Marvel logo. Yeah. I. After a high-profile po- political assassination goes sideways, an injured hitman hides. Out amongst a tribe of snow monkeys. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this is where it's this is in the mountains of Japan. Adult animation TV series 2021. Uh there's no picture. It's just a red. No, no, there's banner. there's a trailer now. There's a trailer. Okay. There's one hundred percent a trailer. Oof. Oof. That looks uh oh, so this because it's Marvel, so it's on Hulu because it's rated R. Ah, can't be on Disney Plus because they only have the PG thirteen and lower stuff on on Disney Plus go. in America. Okay, all right, so let's go ahead and wrap it up.